What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Let us purchase two first-class tickets, please, to Dubai. Dubai. We need to get to the Dubai Film Festival. Mm -hmm. We've got a short sub-doc about the plight of the Iraqi people who live in Beverly Hills. Okay, well, I have uh, one flight left out to Dubai. Skipper wants to leave. We just started Skipper. The dog, You're ruining the, uh, the dog's in the room and the dog wants to leave. He does. I think he's just because we're debating. We were doing this. a mic check test and uh, a lot of like yelling and repetitive of like blah, 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 to see how it works. And, and I think he's a little disturbed and now he's trying to leave. Um, yeah. So we'll just leave him in. It's probably just he's a little scared. Yeah. He's a little uncomfortable. Uh, and once again, the podcast is brought to you by My Bourbon and Kyle's Weed. Kyle's weed. That's right, guys. Get what? it on the shelves right now. <laughs> what are you? What I am know, I smoking? I'm smoking an indica weed, and I don't know. I buy it from the same place, so there's not a name for it. Because in the movies, anybody who comes into like the weed world is utterly ignorant, as as I am, yeah. by the way. So you're like, oh, what did you get? Is it like Bahami, mommy, Wami? Yeah, Hendrix. Yeah. What I've learned is that the fucking titles don't mean shit. They don't. <laughs> okay. It's it's just to lure you in. I remember back in Florida, people would, would take the weed that they bought from some guy and then put, like, fucking orange peels and shit in it. What would they call it? To keep it, like, hydrated, and then they would name it, like, fucking, you know, orange cream. Now, let me ask you bullshit. something. Did it ever, ever taste like orange? I mean, you get citrus notes. Citrus fucking... That shit breaks through. Well, I ask because you get like, that taste. I, I, you know, my experience with weed is pretty limited. But like, if I was to, you know, I smoked black and milds for a while and and stuff like that. In uh, backwoods, backwoods. That's really what it was. And backwoods would have honey flavor. And like, I swear to God, the only honey I'd get would be like they coated the um, whatever the outside is. Uh, the paper, the pa- yeah, it's the, just the paper. It, well, in it's honey. actually it's so, usually a, it's just a tobacco leaf. Okay, so the tobacco leaf would be coated in like a honey flavor. So on your lips and on like the tip of your tongue, you get like a sense of honey. But I sure as shit, because you could take a little bit in your lungs with backwards, like a yeah. little bit, you know? And I, I sure as hell don't. You're never remember. getting, like, if you get the blueberry fucking. That's bl- what I'm saying. You're never like, oh, that's blueberry. No, it's not like <laughs> jumping between, you know, <laughs> it energy burns drinks. burns more. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> it's, it's not like that. But I mean, have you noticed that, like, if you go to a weed shop, they put the most intense, insane name yeah. connected to the most intense, insane weed. And how, and, and do they say like this one somehow will get you way higher? This well, one? like this is the break the glass. No, they like, put the shit, THC bomb weed. They put the THC on there. So if that shit is like above 30% THC, it's going to fuck you up. Really? So yeah. they show you the percentage. Yeah. 
it's pretty much standard now. So anyone who's that, to this who in the has CD, gone to a pot shop yeah, is not finding this interesting at all. That's what it is. It's it's just like an ABV on your alcoholic beverage. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you could so are you having right now like a glass of wine? Are you having a Miller the Miller Light of Weeds? Are well, you having the bourbon of weeds? I'd say when it comes to California, I'm I'm a, I'm doing more of the Miller Light with the champagne of beers. Really? Yeah. Is that because you just do it all the time and so you literally can't be smoking bourbon? Well, percentages since, all the since time. Ryan's bourbon and Kyle's weed doesn't pay me very much money. I got to get the cheap <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, no, I'm just curious because, like, so, so, I mean, all right. So, you if you were to smoke that whole joint, mm-hmm. okay, whatever level that gets you, scale of one to ten, the whole one. Yeah. What's it gonna get you to? Like high wise. Yeah. Like how high is it gonna get? Yeah, you? the whole joint. I, you know, there, there's if it is, was yours. There's a there's a plateau to weed. I found out. Yeah. Um, that and you only kind of uh, cross that threshold when you either dab or eat edibles. So this right here is going to get me pretty fucking high. If I smoke this blunt to the head or this uh, joint to the head, it's going to get me pretty fucking high. And that's a Miller Light. It's a Miller Light for sure. But is that like having a twelve pack of Miller Lights because it's a blunt versus like taking a hit being equivalent to a beer? Well, that's the this thing. Is, I'm is, trying to paint, even put this even in the lines, your by the way. say just because you have the highest price weed doesn't mean it's going to have the highest THC in it. I understand that. I'm um, just, I just I've never thought about this ever, so I find this very interesting. So what I'm saying is like you you get what I'm saying. So if you're if you're saying this is like the Miller Light of weed is equivalent to in terms of like a Miller Light on an empty stomach, an empty stomach. Like you fasted for two oh, days. If we're going that, I'm I'm saying price wise, it's like the champagne of beers. Okay, no, I'm talking about. I would say THC wise. That's, yes, that's honestly, what I'm about. it's it's between twenty five and thirty percent. So, I mean, I, I would say this is going to be this is going to be like a six pack. It's going to be like a six pack. Six of beer. pack of Millers, the whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Six pack of Millers for sure. I, I feel like if if I mean, you don't drink anymore. I mean, I still drink. But if I was to slam a six-pack of Miller Lights, the only way that's going to get me drunk is if I haven't eaten in two days. Okay, maybe like a, maybe like 10. <laughs> okay. Maybe like 10 champagne beers. Obviously, I'm trying to fit this into a box just to get more like... It's kind of hard I mean, to do because alcohol, it's like there is a, uh, a... You have like double the amount. So you'll have like 4% in this beer, but this yeah. beer is going to be fucking 8 but you're yeah. gonna drink it at the same rate. Well, alcohol is very measurable, right? Like you can you can predetermine, like you know, for me with weed, like a hit of one versus another. Like if I take a shot of anything, I'm fine. Like and I'm, I'm there's other, be fine. there's more variables. You just got to make sure that liquid gets inside your body. Yeah. Once it's in there, it's gonna do the same thing every fucking time. Usually, you might have some chemical things going on with your body that day. Yeah, that yeah. Makes yeah. it a little bit different, like an empty stomach or yeah, yeah. or what have you. Um, but um, but with weed, it you know, it's how big of a hit you're taking. It's how long you're holding it in, perhaps, because you have mucous membranes in the in your lungs. Yeah, and you need those mucous membranes to absorb that smoke and THC. That's how you're going to get high. Well, let me ask you something. If you have you noticed, I mean, you haven't quit smoking for very long, like intervals. You know, you've quit probably forty times since I've known you. Yeah. And smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm asking is like if you were to take what's the longest you went without cigarettes that you can remember? Um, I would say three months. It's a long time. Did you notice that 
like did two months into not smoking cigarettes, when you smoked weed, did you feel like you got high easier because your lungs maybe were you know what healthier that's, because of the lack of cigarette smoking? That's interesting. And you know what? It might be the thing that gets me to quit, quit smoking. <laughs> if I can get like, high easier, if I can yield more high from the weed that yeah. I'm buying uh, by you know, I would also, think so. If I had to put a bet on that being a thing, I would, I would think, think so. that if that would make a difference. Because the thing is, if you're if you're holding it in, I don't think you have to hold it in for that fucking long, but it yeah. does matter. But yeah, if you're if I'm not coughing as much, I would okay. th- maybe maybe I'm getting a little bit higher if I quit smoking. I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. That's it, y'all. I'm quit smoking cigarettes. <laughs> at least just for after the, tonight. At least just for the study. <laughs> I feel like it'd be an interesting study, but I feel like that for the sake of the study, mind you, it would justify an intense increase in smoking weed. I just feel like that again for the science. I feel like now, it'd be I a necessary paid? step. Do I get paid for the study? I think if you were regularly smoking and truly emotionally connected to a particular. Brain no, I guess the question is, are you giving me the money, or who do I get the money from? I, when the check is sent to me, I will, again, distribute it amongst the crew, which is you, me, and, and lately it's been Skipper, who provides no support other than maybe I'm pretty sure he gets support. paid more than I do. Who's Skipper? Yeah. <laughs> he lives a really good life, man. He puts a lot of, yeah. Yeah, in terms of the A lot cost, of hard work in, yeah. Yeah. We were t- Jamie, Jamie, you know, she, she's this beacon of joy and sweetness. Yeah, Jamie's sweet. On the phone yesterday, she, uh... She called me, and, and she was at the park, meaning just the grass, big grass patch next to my condo, with Skipper. And she said, why did we get Skipper? She didn't say that because she had had a bad day with him. But she, in her mind, she was running through all the things she had to do. I just got done working. I got to go to the gym. I got to get groceries. But I have him, who's lovely and cute. But he needs to go outside. He needs to get his energy. All these things, these needs, you know, probably like uh, anyone who has an actual kid is probably like, kiss my ass, you bitching about, you know, the needs of your dog. I get it, but it's relative, okay? Let's keep me away. Yeah, it's like a rich person bitching about, I don't know, high taxes when they're already rich, or a poor person's bitching about the the dollar menu going away. Yeah, that's 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 where this equivalent is. So this is equivalent, relatively, to a child for me. Okay, my this is my child, and. And it's true. I said, we got him 90% of, it's like for that 10% of explosive joy and love. When I came back from, I did a 20 hour drive the last couple of days. I got back and I knew what to expect. I knew, I, you know, it's funny. I was coming back to the house and I know I had a piece so bad and I had to park down the street. There's no parking in my place. I had a piece yeah. so bad. And I knew I could not run into my home and up to the bathroom to pee. I could not do that because if I it was did. that bad. You would have pissed yourself. No, no, that would have been the easiest way not to piss myself would be to open the garage door, open the front door, and just run into the bathroom and pee. But I know I can't because Skipper's there and Jamie's at the gym. So if I was to run into my house without greeting him first, he is going to urinate everywhere in my house. Because <laughs> his reaction to seeing me is 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 like is, is screaming and crying and so you're pissing both, everywhere. You're both seeking sweet, sweet yes, urinary release. relief. Yes, I swear to God, I told Jamie, I'm like, dude, I should just because th- I'm talking. This is this is a calculated move. Every time I come home, whether it's an hour, whether it's two days, a month, I'm like, I have to greet him at a certain point. I have to be far enough away to where when he starts urinating at the side of me, he's far enough outside to where the pee just gets on the ground. Yeah. And so I can't run upstairs because he's going to be peeing on me. Well, you're trying to run and go pee. Well, I'm trying to run and go pee. Um, And I'm like, you know, why? Why can't I just pull my dick out and start peeing on Skipper? 
and excitement. Do you think that that would change his habits? Do you think he can consciously comprehend what I'm trying to tell him? I mean, I'm kind of confused as what you're trying to tell him by peeing on him. Too. I don't know. Well, it's, I just it's had to just pee. like if you got to let me pee first. That's kind of what it is. It's a little bit of a petty move. Like if I have to stay down here and I'm and literally I'm at the red light down the street. I would think there's probably penis, better ways. <laughs> I got to be so yeah, bad. Than to be like, I've been pissing on him for three months and I still can't get him to get it, man. <laughs> I know. I just like, anyways. But you and your fucking, your, your stinky ass dog that tries to bite people. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's just like. He smells like urine. But again, it was like, it was a thought I had. It was like, you know, again, going to how good his life is. And like, I have to put aside the fact that I have to pee so bad. Because I know that when he comes, now it's an explosion of love. He's going to come downstairs. He's going to pee all over my feet. He's going to jump up into my chest, pee down my shirt. Hopefully, I'm able to keep him off me long enough. Uh, and then the other 90% is, you know, costs us money, keeps me up at night. Um, I was just thinking of something. You know that feeling you get? Like, if you got to fuck it, you've been holding in the pee. And I, I got to drive around for a living, so I've got to hold my piss constantly. But I've gotten really proficient at We're pissing in bottles. What's that? We're, we're doing legitimate damage to ourselves. I'm almost certain. Damage. Oh, yeah, by holding it in. Yeah. yeah. But I was thinking that that feeling that you get when you finally get the opportunity to pee, and I'm talking like you get you go into the bathroom at fucking Vaughn's, and there's nobody there. Ooh. And you can fully relax, your shoulders fully relax, and let that pee out that <laughs> you've been trying to pee for so long. Yeah. You know that feeling you get? Yeah. If you could just take that feeling. And like, just turn it into like a three-hour experience and put it in a pill. That'd be the best drug on the planet. Oh my god, dude! I would 100% trade eight of those pills <laughs> for one take a shit pill. I I think. Oh, actually, you know what? Maybe I take that back. You say I don't know. I, mean, I, I think you like butt stuff. Then no, I just take a shit. My they, it's so fast. It's <laughs> such a fast experience. You know, it's funny. Always growing up, I would is always it say, is it is it fast and solid or like fucking. Warship. Oh, it doesn't matter. Or, <laughs> it, no, 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 it doesn't matter. It could be a, a, a turd, a solid turd <laughs> that 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 hangs out of the water, you know, and, and, and is it is just you know doing a you know monkey barring off the rim of the toilet seat. It could be that one of those, mm-hmm. or it could be just you know chili soup. It is coming out of me in three. What's seconds. what's happening more often? Is it chilies? Or? Definitely. Uh, I wouldn't go so far as say chili soup. Maybe like a really somewhere in dense between stew. Like like a meaty like an Irish stew, the warm porridge. Where there if are you chunks. Will. No, there's chunks. There's there's beef and potato, but then it's there's a lot of liquid. Mm-hmm. And, and and the other thing I've noticed, not that anyone cares, but I I've only become you know when you do something all the time and you don't think about it, right? So you're not th- you aren't thinking about it until someone yeah. points it out to you, and then you can't stop thinking about something that you've been doing yeah. probably your whole life, mm-hmm. and yeah. now now it's affecting your every day. Yeah. Well, Jamie has done that to me. Okay, because you know we lived together for a little while recently. Not like we didn't share a place, but hashtag Jamie's fault. Yeah, no, it's always Jamie's fault. fault. It is. <laughs> this is from me. You know, if I had stayed at her house, or really, really, <laughs> when she would stay at my house, and uh, we need a cough button for you. At least cough away. So from turn the me mic. off. Good lord. <laughs> um, and uh, she would. She'd be like, Ryan, flush the toilet. I'm like, I did flush the toilet. It was like, well, there's poop. Like all over the, you know, into the in in the toilet under the water, you know, it's a subterranean turd mark. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I did flush. So what do you want me to do? She's like, flush it twice. It's like, and it and it helps. It helps. What am I gonna do? Stand in the bathroom, flush it ninety fucking times. Exactly. And you know what I learned? No, you know what you do? You get a little toilet paper. 
and you flush it. When that water gets real low, you get toilet paper and go real fast. Not a <laughs> chance in hell am I doing that. I ain't caring that much. I mean, no. how many times have you had shit on your fingers, dude? Probably a lot of times. It's but your shit. It's typically an accident. As like, it, you know, my finger slipped on the toilet paper or some jerk off has a cheap toilet paper. My finger goes through the toilet paper and it's then like I the resent shit. you. It's like the shit I have here. Forever? <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Scott Toilet Paper. <laughs> that shit sucks dick. <laughs> no, I just like, I, and I realized this because because she said that and I'm like, do other people not have this problem? And I, I have noticed in my life, this is a game I play. Other people don't talk about it. That's the difference. It's true, but we are because this is a public service announcement for everybody. If you're yes. out there, people, you and you, when show. you shit, you always leave a mark inside the toilet mm-hmm. below the water. You're not alone. Yeah. You're amongst friends. You should write us. Yeah, write us. You can send us messages on Instagram, and, and you have friends. But what I like to do when I go to public restrooms or my friends' homes, and I go to take a pee pee, and I see there's poop, uh, my job, as you know, I have a pressure washer in my pants, is to Push a little bit harder and try and knock hemorrhoids, dude. Knock all the turd flakes off the inside of the toilet bowl. That's what oh, I do. you're pushing all the pee off. No, yeah. when I'm yes, when yeah. I go into pee, if there's not a urinal, if it's mm-hmm. only toilets, and I'm like, and I'm like, there are per- poop marks down there. I take it as a personal responsibility. Oh, you clean it up for them with my pressure washer. Yes, I do that here. I do that at my home. But you know what the problem yeah, is? Yeah, but do you ever, like, if it's a little too high up on the bowl and then end up pissing on my seat or anything? You don't do that, do you? If you have shit that high up on your toilet, then, you, then you're shitting before you even sit down. Bro. Or you're, or you're you trying know. to... You know, I get to lean a little more <laughs> that way. I mean, I no, bet. I don't go that far. I'm typically trying to do, like, back wall slash subterranean marks. No, I got that shit on the fucking, on the goddamn seat. Like, <laughs> on, in the back of you. How the fuck that happened? It had um, to bounce off the water. No, 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 no. I'll tell you exactly how that <laughs> happens. That's that's you rushing to sit down, or that's you leaning over for comfort, leaning like chest to knees for comfort, yeah. not realizing that your ass is like thirty percent of that trajectory is is toilet seat. Yeah, it's yeah, it's fucking it's perpendicular. Yeah, to the fucking- no, that's <laughs> happened to me where I poop. I'm like, what the hell is that on the toilet? Is brown dots? How the hell did that happen? I'm like, God, how am I well, not single? That's that's nice of you that you fucking yeah. piss off people's shit. I do, and I and I don't. Maybe I should get a recommendation from someone for that, or a commendation would be probably more appropriate. But like, I'm like, what else am I supposed to be aiming at? While you're peeing in the toilet, am I just supposed to ignore it? Maybe you're just drinking too much of that fucking bourbon, man. No, I just I just think that that's uh that's a thing that girls cannot possibly understand. There's two things in How terms. Do you, what do you- I'm not what saying you that mean, you they can't comprehend this, the idea of what I'm describing. What I'm saying is when a girl goes and pees, it doesn't oh, matter what's down the there. Yeah, they yeah. can't that, – that's not an experience they get to have. Yeah, you know? it sucks. Or like if you go into uh, – it's another thing too. If, you, if you're going and peeing and say the doctor's office or any place where it's a relatively public urinal yeah. where the door is right next to a, a crowded room perhaps – and let's just say there's a very limited or there's a lot of water in there and you're a man, you're peeing into it. If you hit the deepest part of that water, yeah. that's very loud. It's very noticeable. Yeah. You can hear it. But as a guy You try to like stop the sounds from being too loud when you pee. Absolutely. Do you do that? Do you pee on the bowl? Yes. To not you, hit the water? You hit the right perfect trajectory in you that don't bowl. Even know. You have no idea someone's even though peeing you walked in there. into the I told my wife this and I was like, <laughs> I don't know why. 
Like, I just told her, like, I felt it. Because you can, I felt the need to just say this. Be like, you know what? Something I do for you that you don't know that I do for you. Yep. I'm like, I pee on the bowl. Yep. And don't pee on the water. Yeah. She's like, why? Because you can. You're going in the fucking bathroom. It's not a goddamn secret what's going on. No, but there's a lot of things that go on in the bathroom. That just means, I'm just thinking, I'm like, how fucking, like, insecure of myself where I got to put thought into the noise I make when I'm taking I a don't, piss. No. And when I'm shooting I, stream I hear what you're water. saying. I, I don't know if that's an insecurity thing. I don't. Because, like, I do it too. And I, I trust me, I grew up with a lot of insecurities. But I'm like, maybe it's just one of those things. Like, do you think a girl, if she could, when she sat down in the toilet, to not have a constant, like, stream right into the deepest part of the toilet water? Like for everyone to hear, if if it was like if it was like uh, you know two boxes on a survey and it said every time you peed no one heard it, every time you pee everyone heard it, everyone would check the never heard it you know box yeah. everyone and that's something that we can just do. Yes, and it's just again that's a unique thing for guys and I'm not but saying- they're but they're sitting on a bowl and they're covering the like the you know they're covering it so it's like you know they're muffling the sound yeah it depends so, on the thigh gap though because if you have zero thigh gap i feel like you can create mm, enough it pressure. can be louder. no i feel like you can squeeze your thighs together enough because you're peeing in a toilet bowl the the more like um uh, uh i mean i'm not soundproofing you get with the legs and ass and around sorry the rim. about this folks you know neither of us are women but I think I think they use you know I think they'd better off just using their hand and like aiming it like that. What are you talking about? Peeing into the water. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about making making it quiet. How could a girl? Do you think a girl can grab a vagina about. and turn it? I'm just saying it's that like flexible. I'm saying like, just, you'd be just better off the, the than, pee-pee hole? than you know scrunching no. your your legs together to do it. The, the scrunching the legs is purely for soundproofing. They actually they sell a product. And it's funny because it's it's a little fold up thing, and and you can. Put I've it never. In your purse. I don't want. I'm never gonna look at you the same again, dude. Okay, so it's a fold <laughs> up thing. After what you just said, and, <laughs> and and you can you can just keep it with you. It's got a little handle on it, and you just sit there. A woman can go to a urinal, and they hold a little funnel thing like this. Really? And they pee in it so they can feel pee standing up. Why in the hell would they want that? Because they can pee standing up. I don't know. It's Where? More convenient. I, I, say you're say you're at a concert. Say you went to fucking you know Woodstock 2023 like a fucking idiot. <laughs> if you did that, you know that'd be something. Your woman then you don't have to squat, you know, and piss on your shorts because you're. you're oh, gonna, you oh, know what I'm okay. But you know you're referencing a urinal, you're, but it could be a new direct, toilet. Is what you're, you're saying? You're directing the urinal. Okay, so you all right. I'm sorry. You said urinal, so I was kind of fixing like, on that. But you could do that into a toilet bowl, right? But, Just this is the whole purpose. Of this is not yes. to have to sit down. Yeah. Okay. But also, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, find it, me a girl it, who's. Do you see the clothes that ladies wear to concerts? Where the fuck are they going to put a pocket piss director? I have to carry Jamie's cell phone. Am I going to have to carry her That's pocket piss holder? Carry. I would. I will. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I do it. Her. I would do it. Funnel. I'm her Here, purse. Take my piss funnel. Clean I, it for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I said I'd hold it. Jesus Christ. But I guess she would have to wash it. But would I even ask if she did? Probably not. Probably not. If she handed it back to me after she came out of yeah. the urinal, I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't be like, no, I'm not fucking grabbing that. Get a, Bring a bag with you or something. The girls don't wear bags anymore. When's the last time Chantel had a purse? He wants to leave. I'm going to let Skipper Aww, out. I'm going to let Skipper out. Skip. You're going to want to come right back in here. I know you will. Yeah, he 
gonna go ape shit. Call, call, call Skipper. He's gonna be so distraught. Yeah. He's like, I thought you must have been coming with me, but you're not. And now he's gonna scratch on the door. I give him serious anxiety. We have an unhealthy relationship, is what I've learned about me and Skipper. Mm-hmm. And I and this this really came from Jamie. I do not. So what's going on behind closed doors? Maybe uh, I make it worse. Truly, we, possibly. We already uh, uh, shined a light on that. No, 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 previously. No, no, no. no, no. That's different. <laughs> that's just a lack of knowledge on how to train a dog. Okay, that's different. I'm talking about his unhealthy connection to me mm-hmm. as his daddy slash lover. And I'm saying this is from his eyes, not mine. Okay. okay, it's from his eyes, not mine. Now, he is my child. He's my boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay? But, uh, you know, if I'm not around for a week, his very healthy relationships with most people, you know, loves Jamie, gives her kisses, you know, hangs out with her, cuddles oh, with her, I see. is very friendly with Bree, you know, you know who I live so with. So we remove you from the situation, yes. and there's no problems. There's no problems. But as soon as I'm involved, it's like no one else exists. He he is constantly trying to jump up into my arms, and he just he's, he, he's a lip hunter too. He's oblivious to any other part of the body to lick other than my lips. Mm-hmm. And like if I run away from him and I say "bye, skipper," and I run up the stairs, he will like scream, cry. Yeah, it's like this. It's this. It's this. I give him anxiety, and there's nothing I'm like doing. I'm just yeah. there, and it's and it. I will say it does make me feel good, but it's a problem. He's your roll dog. It is. What it's a problem. Like. See, he's coming back in here. Is it, is he trying to come in? Hmm. A while. Chantel's wondering. I would say I'd say about probably food. like it's going to be longer than that. Probably forty five minutes. I don't know. That's fine. Just cook in forty five minutes. Forty five minutes, Sarkin. Okay. Yeah, we're on a roll, minutes. baby. We're on a roll. Forty five minutes. All right, we'll eat cold. That's okay. This is art. <laughs> this is art. <laughs> we just got interrupted. Can you believe that? Uh, Anyways, leaving it in, baby. Yeah. Or so, we can we can cut it out too. So yeah. So that was. Uh, we can act like we can act like we just we cut back in at the right where we left off. Oh yes, what were we, we totally about? cut that out. Which means maybe people will think that we forgot to cut it out. That we think we cut it out. Maybe just put a blank space there. <laughs> yeah, just burn. and we'll like, let people like be forty-five like, seconds. Like, what happened to him? If if anybody got <laughs> everybody one, tunes out. Yeah, and one of the twenty seconds. One it. of the eleven people. Yeah, got this far for sure. Which is what? It's twenty-five minutes, dude. We've been talking about urinating and fucking. Well, I'm just your dog for twenty-five minutes. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. just, it's it's maybe topics should be a thing. <laughs> no, it's 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 healthy. <laughs> It's healthy. I was thinking. I, I brought this up to Laura, and, and I can't get at the get out of the urine conversation. But like, if you're a chick, it's like talking about peeing in the shower. And I'm like, you know what fucking sucks if you're a chick and you're peeing in the shower. You, you just piss gotta, down your legs. You just piss all over yourself. Who cares? Like they can't even. But I'm thinking like, dude, when I pee in a pool, the, yeah, which is every time. Like I, I don't want to fucking touch. I, it. I'm when I'm in the shower and I see it in the water, I don't even touch my foot. I want to. I'll stand on the other side of the fucking shower. Do you find yourself when you pee that you're adding extra gut pressure, or are you a pure gravity peer? Are you like just peeing and be like, "Time is time, baby. I'm just gonna let it go." And whenever it's done, it's done. Or you do you feel yourself flexing your stomach a little bit? Fuck yeah, Pow! man! I want to get that shit out. Okay. And at the end, I go. Ugh! I thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about this. I, I don't remember what I was listening to, but it was like some chick had. Uh, 
written Jiren in. sounds, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Some chick had written in, and she was she was very distraught because she thought her – she was thinking about debating breaking up with her boyfriend because he always had pee-pee on his boxers when he came out of the bathroom. Yeah. And she thought that was a sign of his impatience. And I'm like, you have no idea. You have no – how much time do you expect us to be in there? Wiggling and jiggling our pee-pee I, you to know get what? the urine out. I could I could literally, at a urinal, just be whipping it back and forth, left and right, left and right, up and down. You know, ringing out, ringing ring out. out. Extra ring time pressure. Out, yeah. Doesn't do shit. And then do like a little like five-second waiter, put it in, drips. A couple <laughs> drips. hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's like... And then, you know it's funny. I was thinking about and you're that. wearing that. You're wearing like those shorts, and it's just there's only a piece of fabric between your nuts and everybody else. Yes, no dude. underwear, and you know goddamn well dude. when you put your dick in those shorts, you're getting a little boop, and dude. you look down, and a little party is like unless you're a, unless you're like a jeans guy all the time, yeah. or like black shorts, jean materials. I wear a lot of like lighter, kind of like. I don't know what the material is, but it shows every dribble of pee-pee on it. Uh, you know, so like, and, and, and then sometimes, you know, if you're rushing the bathroom and you just pull your pull your dick over the top mm-hmm. of your Oh, that's a bad waistband. Because then you're constricting oh. the, the urine from coming out. Yeah, and so you think you're so you done. Gotta pull, you you got to pull your pants Yeah, you have at least a shot anyways. of urine that's yeah. rated. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> dude, I was, I was doing this. I was doing this. I was peeing in a bottle. I'm a work fan. <laughs> and I'm peeing. Works for a church. And I'm doing that over the top, right? So I'm doing over the top, oh, sitting yeah. down. So oh, I'm already dude. just, this is already. That's like half a water bottle. So it's... I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm sitting down, and I'm like, I got to kind of push to get it out of me. Yeah. Just because the way I'm sitting, and I don't want people, I don't want to put my pants down my ankles because I'm in my work. That's weird. And it's, That'd be weird in any circumstance. So then I think I'm done. And I pull the take away the bottle and I go to put my dick back in my pants and it fucking shoots up fucking gets all over my steering wheel and oh like no <laughs> no no Kyle no yeah so that's hysterical yeah so that's the type of shit that can happen and these are problems that when you go over the top yeah but these again these are these are dude problems and I'm not saying girls don't have their own pee pee problems I'm sure they there's got a way, whole list they got of stories it way worse Oh no! I think our flexibility with where we can go is way easier. I agree. I've peed in many water bottles with a tiny, like a little baby Aquafina water bottle, where I have to like, I gotta go, and just kind of plug off my own. Like, what is that? It's like Kegels, almost yeah. essentially doing Kegels on yourself to stop yourself from peeing to put the bottle away and go about my. But the day. thing is, I feel like sometimes when you're peeing in that bottle, if you just like cough or something like that, you're pissing all over the place. <laughs> You're like you're like trying to because it's a small ass top and you got to jam the head of your oh dick the, the the margin just for to error make sure is very that small the, yeah the, the, the fucking error, urethra yeah. is right there where it needs to be yeah and, and then, you, you know typically if you're peeing in a water bottle you're not approaching it with a very peeful mindset it's probably like oh my god I'm gonna pee yeah. my pants yeah, I gotta so do this like, right now oh I gotta go to the bathroom no no it's normally like wash you your hands no. dry them off for like thirty seconds you have typically three seconds. And, th- and that's what the experience is. So it's kind of like trying to land. And 100% of the time, you're getting pissed. Have you ever seen <laughs> Apollo 13, Tom Hanks? Remember when they're like, when they get up into space and they're landing at the, what the fuck were they landing at? It was like either the refuel or something like that, where there's a whole thing where they're like, you know, he's looking through the, um, 
little triangular thing because they got to land whatever part of their spacecraft is. Yeah. Um, whatever it is. Or it's like any any other space movie in regards to landing on the space station, right? Mm-hmm. It's a fine science. You got to land perfectly. That's essentially what it is. You are moving because you have projected yourself or propelled yourself, and, and there's no slowing down, so you yeah. have to get it perfect. That is what it's like peeing in a water bottle in a rush. You are you have a three second countdown. Yep. You you are trying to take the lid off. Yep. Put your pee-pee on there yep. and get and try and center up your, yes. your urethra as much as possible. And if not, you're gonna you're there's spillage. And all of these all of these pieces and elements have to converge together yeah. at the perfect time for this to work and you to get away and nobody to know. Yeah. Because Which is almost I, dude, never. There's something about if it's raining outside, I feel like I'll I'll fucking just go, I just go to my back, shut the door behind me, and just and just do it. Right I back. so when I go on road trips, zero shits given. So I did I a like it uh, when it's raining outside and peeing in bottles. Kind of said peeing in water bottles. Yeah, what? yeah, and you're soaking wet. I mean, you can just pee yourself a little bit. Even <laughs> if you get a little pee on you, you're soaking wet. Dude, what's pee? I mean, what's pee? It's just water. I had a really and horrible experience recently, into... and I'm not. This isn't confirmed. There is no truth to this. There is no, there is no assurances. I'm just this is a this is a feeling I have. So I went and I did. Uh, I was working in my work truck, and I it was a very long day, hot day. Yes. And uh, I remember later in the day being like, "Fuck, I need some water, dude." Grabbing a water bottle I need some water. and drinking some water, and I'm like, "God, that that tastes like shit." And and I and I did it a couple more times, and then one point I was like, "You no. know what?" I think that might be my piss water bottle from last time I was here. And I remember, like, not blinking the whole way back to Jamie's house as I'm just reliving the experience and trying to play back my last two weeks of being like, I know I pee in water bottles in this truck all the time. I don't remember buying a water bottle. Why was there a full water bottle in the car? Why did it taste so bad? And then I got to to Jamie's house. And for some reason, because I get comfortable with people, her dad was in the driveway. and He's like, hey. And the first thing I wanted to tell him was about how I think I just drank a bottle of my own piss. It's the first instinct this isn't the was first, to tell him. Yeah, and it's I've no, I just drank my piss. And James was like, "You can't don't don't do that, Ryan." I, I think she was concerned <laughs> that like me telling him that would forever change the way he saw me, which yeah. may have happened, yeah. by the way. But I think he might have just played it off. But again, it's because of the fact that I don't know a hundred percent for certain that that's what happened. Yeah. But if I, you know, uh, circumstantial evidence. If I was a jury, I would have said, Ryan, you, you, you drank all your own piss. So you don't... I don't know for sure because it wasn't yellow. But if you've ever left a bottle of piss in the car that's not like brown yellow, it... Uh... It gets darker, dude. Okay, well, maybe it wasn't pee then. It does not get lighter. It gets darker. I used to have a buddy. <laughs> a buddy that, you know, I, I, I asked him to listen to this podcast. So, but he probably would never get this far anyways. But, yeah, he would, instead of going into the house... yeah. To use the bathroom, he would just pee in giant water bottles. That's not I think good. he had a cooler at one point. So he had a, like shit tons of two liters and other things filled with urine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I once <laughs> knew a person who I lived with who would leave. I shouldn't say it. Don't say the person's name. I've only lived with so many people. And it was not. It was. A, and they were blood. So I'm gonna immediately stop this because it's so many people. It's only so many people at that point. It's like literally, <laughs> yeah. literally three yeah. who would be. Yeah. 
don't don't shoot yourself in the foot, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I don't need to burn that bridge that's been burnt. That 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 bridge doesn't even exist anymore. Right. But just even in if, case, even if you want to, I mean, we could just beep shit Look, out. Look, guys are gross. Why don't we just hear it? Guys are gross. Guys, we'll beep it out. Like beep, to beep. collect. Nobody know. Uh, not all guys, but this particular man like to collect uh, uh, their releases in the bottle, a Sobe bottle. Don't know what the plan was with it later in life. Really specific. Yeah, it was specific. Remember, when, specific. remember Sobe? I, dude, I used when to the love last that time shit, you had a Sobe. Whatever the pink one I never was. really got. Those kind of scared me. Look like Pepto. So I kind of stayed with just like this, the classic color. Honestly, I've always wanted to like just chug Pepto Bismol because it was pink. You know what? Strawberry Yoohoo. It's the shit. Love it. Strawberry Yoohoo? Yeah. You know what's funny? That's I'll say this. A lot of this comes again from me being a complete coward as a child with eating foods. I did chocolate milk, milk, strawberry milk. I liked strawberries, mind you. And I, and I like milk, but the idea of drinking strawberry milk I was like that's disgusting. I'm not. I would never even buy. It. Never even there's, tried it to this day. There's a problem with you haven't tried it. Never even tried. It. I would try it now. I would try it now. But now I would never just typically buy something like that. The thing that. is, you know, I it would have to be someone. It's it'd be, certainly not real strawberries. No, it's some pink powder shit that has strawberry flavor. The thing about it is, it seems like it gets bad sooner. Strawberry milk, it has like a funk already kind of to it because the sweetness of it, and you can kind of smell that sweetness, which <laughs> translates to curdled milk. Yeah, that's the see, one I, I don't know. I know all I know is that I love chocolate milk. I have not had chocolate milk in, shit. in like, I mean, it, it wouldn't be crazy for me to say a decade, yeah, honestly. But it's, you know, a lot of it is like, I don't really drink milk anymore. Oh, you know what I fucking miss, man? At Troy's house, man, doing the, um, Ovaltine in the coffee? Yes. Do a whole fucking, I don't know if that was like two tablespoons. It was like a fucking big scoop. Ovaltine was, ah. the, was the jam back man, it was good. in like the it's just black coffee, 50s. Man. Yeah. yeah. I think he brought that camping. Is it good for you? It's no, like, it's not good for you. Like calcium or something? No. No, it's <laughs> chocolate powder. It's not good for you. They put vitamins it's in just it tasty. No, it's okay. no. No, it's just chocolate powder. Just I thought tasty. it was like Nesquik, but with you know vitamin C. It might C. as well be Nesquik. Yeah, no, that's that's not good for you. But then again, like, come on, you're turning really... your black coffee into a. If suddenly something goes from being like a, what would you say? You know what? Actually, no, really quick. So coffee, I always thought of it initially because I drink black, right? I'm like bitter. Is it bitter? It's acidic. It's very high in the acidity scale. And I and, and and maybe that's common knowledge, but just when I drink a black cup of coffee, yeah. I sure as shit don't get the vibe that it's acidic. I have a lemon. Yeah. That's acidic. Okay? I can feel it eating away at the enamel. Yeah. But a black cup of coffee? And not only that, but there have been studies to show that coffee, black coffee, actually helps prevent cavities. Why? I don't know. But you know what doesn't help prevent cavities? Lemons. <laughs> Look at that me, enamels, me just bro. doing fake science as a fake scientist. <laughs> yeah, I read something. It was like um, to not use mouthwash after you brush. That is not. That good. sounds like horseshit. The the reason for it is when you brush your teeth. I guess that fluoride or whatever the cleaning content of your toothpaste. Yeah, is way more powerful than that in the mouthwash. 
And essentially what you're doing is washing all that good stuff away for a shittier version of it. Well, it sounds to me like you just want to do mouthwash and then brush your teeth. Mouthwash, then brush your teeth. Or just, they say, after you eat or, you know, whatever. Mouthwash or, you know. Well, for me, the reason I use mouthwash. Get rid of some stinky ass. Well, that's really interesting, actually. I mean, I'll, you know, if, if, I don't. All right, Miss Scientist Kyle, I yes. will change my lifestyle based on what you just told me yeah. from a thing you read that you can't remember. I will do. I didn't will you, do that. Didn't you watch? Because it sounds legitimate. You you listened to the podcast about the breathing, breathing through your nose thing. Yes. Remember? remember weren't you? Were we both doing that? Oh, shit? dude. I'm like breathing through my day, nose, dude, hardcore, man. Especially the gym when I'm working out. Yeah. When I'm at the gym and I'm working out, like, I'm like, I try so hard to only breathe through my nose. Yeah. It's really hard. Like, it, yeah. I do it a lot. Have Actually, I think typically I yeah. breathe through my nose, like. Just in general, I don't get winded too easily. Yeah. But like, if I go, if I run, running, like, how in the hell are you supposed to sprint and just keep breathing through your nose? I have a big nose, though. You got the fucking nostrils full. Yeah, I got a big nose, so I think I could, I might be able to do it. Jamie, there's zero resistance. Jamie breathing through little straws, dude. Doesn't work for her. Seriously, dude. Yeah, Jamie's got mad small nostrils. Yeah, tiny little baby nostrils. I can't even put my pinky. Up in her nostril, I have tried. Wait a second, why? Because her, why have I tried? Yeah. <laughs> because we, it was a discussion on the size of our noses, and it was probably about our children, our future children that we hope to have, mm-hmm. is just like, I was like, well, I hope they get the in-between most of the things of- from you, uh, not my nose. That's really what it came down to. And I don't mind my nose, it works because I have a long, it's fine. But like she's got a tiny little baby nose. It's precious. It's okay. It's a baby nose, you know. Don't but, cry yourself to sleep. But like I remember, I think I just asked her one time. I'm like, can you even pick your nose? Because like yeah. I don't know what you do when you drive a car, but like half the time I'm just picking my nose. Yeah. I'm just trying to clear out, and and I always resent myself when I pick my nails too low, and I don't have enough of like a pinky nail to pull out the boogers. And I'm like, what? This is just, it's just torture. You want to grow a little pinky nail? It look like a cocaine addict. A cocaine, yeah, but it's really just a booger picking a addict. cocaine addict. <laughs> but no, I just pick my boogers. No, I could get an, I could get my thumb up my nostril. I can't even get my pinky in James' nostril. You get your nostril. thumb in your nostril? Yep. Yeah. There you it's go. happening. Just did. <laughs> yeah, I can't even get my pinky in Jamie's nostril. Like, how do you pick your nose? What are all those boogers doing up there? Yeah, but if I was a booger, sure. I would definitely no. hide out in but her that, nose. Her, her pinky can fit in her nose, right? I think just her pinky. And that's not my primary source of nose picking. I think it's, I know, I think that's my cleanup maybe crew. We're, maybe we should, we're a little, maybe we shouldn't, you know. Maybe focus. she doesn't appreciate this. <laughs> hey, all, you know, the 11, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that, we'll put that in one of the things in the beginning. Be like, Jamie's nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. up with it? Well, Jamie's one of the 11 and she knows the other 10, so it's okay. <laughs> You know, they can look at her however they want to look at her. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you got the you got the nostrils, man. So yeah. zero yeah, I mean, you should be able to breathe fully. I mean, it's like two I have mouths a... on your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I've I've you know, our we our friend Brandon, he he talks, but he can't breathe through his nose because he has like a septum issue, which he can fix. He can fix. Yeah. They do that. They fix those things. But the problem is when you have these this big of nostrils, yeah. is that that's a lot more dust. And just trash that can get up into your nose yeah. and create boogers. Question: Do you cut the booger hairs, or do you let them grow? Uh, so I had 
a trimmer that had like a multi-attachment head thing and one of them was a nose trimmer. Isn't that thing very uncomfortable when you shove it up your nose? You know what? At first it was. I, I then, like start sneezing. I can't fucking handle it. Oh, no. I never, I've never had that. But there really? is like a 0% chance of cutting. Well, I take that back. Because I don't know. I haven't done it enough times. Maybe if I did it 100,000 <laughs> times, I would know. But after like the 30 times I use it, I never cut the inside of my nose. So in terms of like... I was no, never... not cut the... But just the way it feels. Doesn't it It's like... tickly, but no, it, it never it never bothered me. And that it is really the only place me. in my body I've ever had gray hairs. Multiple gray hairs in, in your my nose. nostrils. Never any on my face yet. Hair, ass. So you got a stressed out nose. I guess because again, I'm like it's it's just it's constantly running through the booger. It's a booger factory in there. <laughs> It'd be like Ryan's. You know, how old are you? Thirty three. Thirty one. Thirty one. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> it's like Ryan's thirty one, but his nose is like forty six. It is, man. It's working overtime, dude. Straight up. You know what's funny? I had a uh, I have a guy I was just working with recently. He's a uh, he's from the south. He's a little more old-fashioned. He's got yeah. a wife. He's got a couple kids. Uh, I had, For the first two days I had met him, this is like a, over a year ago, uh, he'd always had a hat on. I'm like, a younger fellow, you know? Mm-hmm. Very bright. He's an engineer. Been in the engineering field for a long time. So I don't know if you ever met, like, a professional engineer who's worked in the industry for a long time. They know shit that's, like, it's unbelievable, yeah. really. So he, he started out, and when you go into engineering field, you don't go in being like, I'm going to build – you know, uh, water treatment plants. You just go in with a general scope of knowledge from, uh, like, uh, what is it, like civil engineering to electrical engineering to mechanical engineering. There's a whole bunch of stuff, and you learn it all. Yeah. But at a certain point, you kind of lean towards something. But it, I, if I'm not mistaken from talking to him, it, I didn't get the impression that he – so he came out as a uh, low-voltage communications like specialist. That's not his degree. Uh-huh. He's an engineer. But that's what he got into. Um, talking to this guy, I'm going to get into what I was initially talking about. So I'm going <laughs> on a little bit of a rant here. Yeah. But it's okay. So uh, he was an incredibly interesting person to yeah. talk to. Just about anything and everything. Um, just because when I'm, you know, like what you and I do, we, we look at something, we ask questions. We constantly ask questions. You look Why is that the person. way it is? What is going on with this? Uh, and we, with zero knowledge, try to deduce the meaning or the understanding behind something, and mm-hmm. we're probably wrong, right? Yeah. But to ask that same question while you're to a person who also doesn't know, but who comes from a background of engineering, mm-hmm. approaches those questions in such a unique way. You know, from a mechanical, like, you know, he knows calculus, he knows physics and, uh, you know, understands, like, again, mechanics and the way that things function. Yeah. And so, like, when I was asking a question about whatever, in, like, an open forum style, we're like, I'm like, ha, huh, what is that? Or it was, like, bread. Yeah. You know, uh, so you think, bread. So you think this person thinks different? No, 100%. Because, because... Of course. But they, do you think they think differently about everything? Yes. Just because they... Absolutely. You don't think it's Absolutely. compartmentalized? No, I think that he has developed a foundation of where he, he's he gone. He's been educated. Uh, it sounds like, though, but how well do you know this person? Pretty well. I've sp- I probably spent well over 100 hours with this person. Yeah. In literally in a dialogue style of, of trying to figure shit out. Yeah. You know? 
And 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 then I watch him when he's thinking through these questions. I don't ask him engineering questions. I ask him weird shit. Yeah. You know the same things that we talk about. Do you find his point of views differ from yours a lot, or? Um, no, because a lot of times I'm not coming at it from like. I don't know either. I'm just guessing, and he's guessing, and he doesn't think I'm wrong, and I don't necessarily think he's wrong. But sometimes it's, uh, uh, you know, you know, if I ask technical questions, like, is I, this person an attractive person? So he took his hat off, and he's bald. He's completely bald. Completely and, bald. And and he went from being like, oh, he's a younger fellow, to like, oh, he's old. Yeah. And then I found out like uh, two weeks in work, and he's like, how old are you? I said, 31. He's like, oh, I'm 33. I thought you were way older than me. I'm like. I'm like, you look way older than me, motherfucker. Come on, get out of here. You got two kids. Come on. I'm like, and I was like, and I'm me, I'm like, what the hell do I look like? See, I look I think that's, old. That's I think that's God's thing. Cause I was just thinking, I, I was trying to build something basically going, you know, this guy, so not only is he a successful engineer that, you know, has all these great things, but he's it, it bleeds into other no, things. No, no, no. Like and his no. dick's big Pro- and all this know, other maybe. shit. But hey. You're bald still. No, you no, bald. no. Literally, it was just like like we we were sitting in a car and and, and I was asking questions, just like uh, you know the whole concept of you, you see telephone or power lines, right? You yeah. see birds sitting on the power lines and nothing happens. It's the same question I asked Troy recently. <laughs> yeah. And and we went into this whole rabbit hole of that of I want to learn about how power worked and all these different mechanical questions and being like when something's you know a kilowatt is that an exact measurement or is that just like relative or they like is there actually a tool to measure exactly what a kilowatt is versus a a milliwatt you know or is this all you know anyways we were going down a rabbit hole i just think that's just kind of the different you know increments they're measuring it as a you know it was a millimeter or a centimeter he he got excited and he's like and he wanted to tell calculus he said changed his life calculus changed Mm -hmm. his life and he wanted to then explain to me in a crash course of 15 minutes what calculus was and how it changed his life. And Kyle, I don't know if you've ever seen the <laughs> cartoons of like the student whose ears started Sorry. smoking. I swear <laughs> to God, I felt drunk when he was explaining to me. Like my vision got blurry. It was like my brain went. I was like, bah, ah, you were exhausted. Uh, my brain was exhausted. Fifteen minutes of him, and he was. It was a. It was a but did you give him any inkling that you didn't? want to hear that i thought i did and then and i don't you're like no i didn't i i'm sure he looked at me and then saw me drooling i'm, I'm not even kidding like i've never in my life been felt did so you, stupid you didn't add anything to that conversation no like, and that first part was whoa dude i couldn't even see past my own eyes i just literally was looking at my own pupils as he was talking <laughs> i know that fucking feeling. it was you're not like, i mean like but then again like you know i don't have a foundation the farthest i got i did Business math, college algebra, and then I I took business. So I it was just like saw, accounting and stuff. I grew like up that. in Florida. <laughs> just exclude me. Yeah, so I was just like I never I never done a physics class. Uh, I never done a calculus class. So I you know I was trying to explain these things to me, and it's like it was just like he hit me in the face with a final, yeah. like just walked up, and just hit me right in the face, study for it, <laughs> yeah. know it. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh god! At some point, I can't like, remember long division. I'm gonna quiz you on something because it's that important, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the last time you try to do long division, and I'm talking long, 
division. I'm not saying four into, you know, 14 digits. I'm talking like 416.2. No, I've done a pretty good job of avoiding complication in my life. I mean, it's like if I really want to get like by this time, I should like as much as I play music, I should learn how to read fucking music. (laughs) But it's just like it gets a little too complicated. I'm like, "Eh, it's not for me. (laughs) I don't want to do that shit. I don't want to put in that effort. So I'm just, you know, path of least resistance. So, yeah, long division, no, hasn't happened in a long fucking no, time. No, there's, there's really no need other than if you purely want to see if how you stupid remember I how. Am? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like if that's, if that's, I mean, for most people, you got to figure it's completely unused, right? Yeah. For the, you know, how many people use that on a daily basis? I will say, I will say there's a lot of math that I use on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but it's more so for, because I'm just, I'm inquisitive, and I'm. I'll be driving. I was driving back. I don't know if you've experienced this, mm-hmm. but where was I going? I was racing back from San Diego. I was working in San Diego. I had to get back for a fantasy football draft. Okay, yeah. which I had forgotten. I was last placed last last place last year in my fantasy football league. Okay. And it's a live draft, so everyone's there. And as last place, you have to don a dress. Okay. Address, and then someone gets to walk behind you with a bell, doing the whole Game of Thrones shame, shame, ringing it. And why aren't you naked? Why am I not naked? Because we're in a public Vincenzo's. It's a pizza place, and I don't. You should do the real part, like back of the house or something. No, anyway, go ahead, continue. Well, anyway, so I had forgotten about this before I had left from San Diego to race back home. You know, L.A. Mm -hmm. area, and and I'm hitting traffic. I'm late. I'm like, why am I? Busting my ass to get back to my own execution. I'm yeah. literally getting back so I can make it in time to wear a dress and be publicly shamed in front of my draftees along with the random Vincenzo's patrons who are like, what is going on? Why is this man in a dress and people are yelling shame at him? I don't understand. So that's that's what I was racing back for. Okay, <laughs> I'm going 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. When able, yeah, okay. So you almost I'm, killed yourself. Were you, I'm look- were you currently in the dress? No, no, it was waiting for me. Oh, okay. I was racing to it. And I'm looking at my ETA. It's going up. I'm like, this is bullshit. It doesn't make any sense. I'm going faster than the speed limit. Why am I arriving at the exact same time as when I had left? Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I was to go 45 miles an hour, yeah. I have a feeling it would go up. I'm going from you know 65 i'm going 85 miles an hour yeah. and it's not speeding up i don't know if this has been your experience driving but this is my entire experience driving so oh, yeah. i don't speed because I, what am i going to save a minute i just want to get back to your just like you are into self-deprecating shit and that's like you, i did not choose to wear this dress this is my uncle's idea yeah, but the fact that you're rushing to do this it's no. like it's kind of your no thing this bit. is not me rushing this i was not rushing with the thrill of the idea of putting on a dress, which I was fine with. I earned dude. it. I had earned this dress because I sucked so hard. No, I was rushing back because I hate to be late. I feel like people who are consistently late <laughs> are horrible. Not They're not horrible people, yeah. but they're like whatever's just below horrible people yeah. is what they are. They're selfish people. You're selfish. If you're late. All the time to things, yeah. You you're selfish, and you're making your significant other, if you have one, unless they're also late all the time, and then it's a but combo late, of selfish people. But the people. fact is, is what does it matter if you're? I get it if you're doing something that's you're making money, right? You, you know, you're doing a service for somebody, or or you're at work. I get that. 
But when you're going out with friends, what's five, ten minutes? Why does that matter? Okay, let me ask you something. So your five, ten minutes that you're late to where everybody's being like, oh, we shouldn't order yet? Okay, let's just wait for them to show up. Let's just wait for them. Let's just say it. Even though we're all hungry. We don't like to get a beer. We'd, we'd really like to get a beer. You know, we've been here. In fact, we all showed up early but to get the table. But what's stopping you from getting the table? Because people down. are considerate. So they have the table, right? So people have the table. Yeah. But considerate people are probably the ones who showed up on time, mind you, are probably also the ones who are not ordering drinks or food because they're waiting for your late ass. But thinks, if it's five, oh, I'm okay. only ten minutes this late. This is based. No, but you're ten on the minutes preface, late. It's five ten minutes. No, you're ten minutes late after so arrival. But how does it inconvenience anybody to sit down at a table for five minutes, enjoy everybody else's company, and then somebody else sits down? Because this, so you're approaching this from the mindset of like. Oh, they'll be fine, right? They like each other. No, you know. But I want to know what the problem is. You're being you. <laughs> you are considering your time. So what? What value in your life did it create being five or ten minutes late? What did you get to do at home? Maybe it was a lack of stressing about whether I'm going to be on time, and maybe that that, that removing, is a conscious decision. Removing, removing that stress from myself makes me a happier person. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You know what you could do? I don't think it is. What do you? Oh my god. Okay. I think it's. You I have think a time it's... on the. You clearly are aware of the time, right? Yeah. You're aware of it. Yeah. So you're you're saying, how am I going to remove stress from my life? I'm going to remove it from my life by just not giving a shit and just showing up whenever. But in your mind, it's only five ten minutes. So you're probably still you're very conscious of the time. Yeah, so you're I'm, probably rushing to some all degree. I'm saying is if I'm getting ready. And I see the time, and I'm going to like, I'll, I'll allow myself to go, let me have 10 more minutes. Okay. Yeah. Once in a while, if that's the situation, if you're looking to, for your mental health yeah. to save yourself a little bit of stress, that's yeah. very, again, and by the way, selfish folks, of you, you by the way. You should be fucking about your mental no, health. No, <laughs> you should be stress your ass out. You should stress your ass out. Why? So your ass gets there on time. Because all these other people, <laughs> look how aggressive you're. I getting. am. I hit my own. You're phone. sitting there. You're like, no. Look, you see what it's doing to you. Yeah, it's pissing me off. Look, and by the way, <laughs> I said you're going to be here at six forty-five today. You know what time he showed up, guys? He showed up at seven fifteen. No, you said don't get here till six forty. I had said I'd show up earlier. And I said had... six forty-five. Don't get here till. Did you I didn't say till? bye. You said till. Check your phone. Anyways. Check till. No, no. Oh, you know what it says? Mm. Oh, it says I'm right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> look at shit. No, but seriously. All right. So, like, again, you're, you're conscious of the time, right? This isn't like, hey, this is – you're not a fucking electrician or yes. a telecommunications person who's giving a two-hour window of arrival time. There is a starting time, mm-hmm. okay? And more often than not, there's probably something predicated around this time that other people are thinking about. So for you, you're like, you know what matters most to me? My mental health, my stress. I don't want to stress myself out by being on time. I'll just be, I'll just get there whenever I get there because I don't want to stress myself. While you have other people who got there early to reserve a table for the group and who then are sitting there enjoying each other's company. But then the waitress comes by and they're like, no, it's okay. We're going to wait for Billy who doesn't want to ever be here on time. Why don't you just so say, we'll just enjoy Why water. don't you just say Kyle? Kyle. We're why don't you just say Kyle? In, in 11 other people I can think of. <laughs> it's not just you, by the way. It's a whole series of people. And again, if it's a big party, 
a big party yeah. at a that's, house. But that's exactly, it doesn't matter. But that's exactly what I'm saying is it it's is circumstantial. It's important to me that I have that, you know, that moment to myself if I deem it necessary. You know what you do? You have your moment mm-hmm. earlier in the day. No. Okay? No, yes. I'm talking about because, you know, this Why is would something, you purposely have your moment this is, past listen to me, the arrival this is time? Actually, this is something I'm truly doing right now in okay. my life is I am trying not to stress about all these little fucking things in my life, like things like worrying about being somewhere on time. I'm very much the person that stresses out about being somewhere on time. I really am. But I don't understand why you have to worry about it. But I have so many uh, stresses in my life that affect me in negative ways um, and realize this and stress out about stupid things. Yeah. You know, and... Like I said, it may seem like it's not just like I. This is my hard stance on being on time, but if I deem it, you know, it's something that I need, or I'm going to be five minutes late, maybe I send a text message. Hey, you're going to be five minutes. Well, late. that is uh, as soon as you do that. That is that is a that is an action towards consideration. Yeah. Okay, so like let's just say I understand what you're saying, but it's if re- being there on time is important for whatever reason. For I would text, a lot of reasons. I would. It, I happen to be. You know what? I got. I got sidetracked. I'm looking for the thing. I couldn't find it. Yes. I found the fucking thing. Hey, I'm gonna be ten minutes late. Yes. I'm not gonna drive like a maniac. No, I understand what you're saying. Right. But it is again. It is, it is circumstantial. If you were leaving from work, mm-hmm. okay, and there's let's say you get off work at four thirty. You get off work at four thirty. Yeah. There's a thing at five thirty. Like Jesus Christ, I gotta rush home. I want to shower. Do these things. Gonna race out of here. You stress yourself out. I totally get that. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I do, and I'm and I still do that. Yeah, you you know, in your circumstance, to avoid that unnecessary stress, you send the message ahead of time. You say, "Hey, I ain't gonna be there on time. I'll get there at six thirty. I'll get there as soon as I can. Go, you know, just start without me. I'll meet you there. Okay, consideration. Okay, you let people know." If it's your day off, so you're and you're not doing shit with our hypothetical situation with Billy the late motherfucker. No. It's in, by the way, when I think of late people, I don't think of you. I don't think of you. You, Thanks. because you typically aren't invited to. Well, you are, but you just don't. You just won't go. But like you, look, look, look what I have around me. I'm I know, so comfortable. I know, but what I'm saying is like, <laughs> typically this the stuff that you show up to yeah. are group events to where there's really the location. Is the event, and once you're there, you're just there, right? Yes. There's no nobody's waiting on anybody. You're just there's not a thing unless it's no. a surprise party. Well, Related to that, you're no, still an asshole. At J- JT's house, you invited me over there like <clears throat> 20 minutes before you show up. Oh, is it the boxing fight? Yeah. So yeah. I show up, and it's just me, JT, and JT's kid, and I know JT <laughs> in like five minute intervals. So I don't yeah. know him that well. I'm just like, so. <laughs> hey, child. That's a kid right there. How'd that happen? <laughs> How'd that, yeah, how that happen? It's really nice out here. Mm. Well, actually, that was a fun day. Then we tried, like, this guy busted out, like, what was it? Like, $2,000 whiskeys and shit like that. Oh, that's that's when Ooh, you, that's the right time to show up, baby. The, the whiskey mm-hmm. tasting. Get oh, a little God, liquor that was in nice. Yeah. Yep. yep. He had the one that was, um, it was. Aged in a wine, rum barrel? wine. No, it was it was rum. It was yeah. a bourbon aged in a rum barrel. So it had like a little that shit. Yeah, yeah, that, that was fan, that was fire. Was fire. Yeah, no, but I'm t- again, yeah, that happened. 
That happened. I was right after you. You that was just one of the rare circumstances you showed so, up there early. Again, this is not a reflection super of you. Super awkward, by the way. This is yeah. way more awkward than waiting for somebody. For yeah, five but you minutes. were early. You were early, and then what's the worst case scenario? You made now you have a slight deeper. You got to ha- have your Wait opportunity. Wait a second. This is all a fucking sham, motherfucker. What? You were like the master of like be there in five minutes and then be there in fucking fifteen minutes. No, you I are no. That person. I pride myself on. I typically am. I driving. I'm like, I'm like seven minutes. It mean I you. Think. It mean you've had a lot of conversations like this. Trust me, more so than other people, because we work <laughs> together, and we were like roll dogs out there because we every <laughs> single night at fucking five thirty we'd go to Starbucks and we'd sit there and then we'd hit the button at six if we got no jobs we yeah. were good for the rest of the night and we'd sit there and drink coffee. What the f- hell does it have to do with? The five minute thing you just said. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no. Look. Yes. Look. I'm talking about. I'm talking about you saying. I'm. It's you being late. I'm not I'm late. You, you know what? I'll be there in five minutes, but you're there in ten minutes. You know when I started being late? late. Look, Jamie is a is uh, the light of my life. Okay. Sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, Jamie. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She is, since we started dating, she has fought her nature, okay? There is a stereotype about Filipinos, yes. about being late, okay? Like, that's That's not good. That's racist. No, <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. So that runs through the whole family, and they talk about it, and they joke about it. And I remember for a long time, be like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Jamie is never late. And it's because she was making a very conscious decision to change her nature to be on time for me, okay? Well, that shit's wearing off, all right? And that 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 shit, she ain't giving it anymore. You can't help but say some racist shit. It's not racist. <laughs> you just said, dude, you, you, that, that she's going to defy her nature. No, no, her personal nature. I don't give a shit where it came from. It could just be from her family. But then you started the whole thing. Because it's true. It's a stereotype about Filipinos. I think I made this shit up. She told me. She told me oh, because man. when they do parties, they literally say, they're like, okay, we're having a five. It means people will show up at six. And so they schedule entire family events. And I'm talking 40 people yeah. with taco cart people, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. They have to plan it around the assumption that people will be an hour late. It's really incredible. Yeah. But there's a formula to it. So it's almost like, are they late or they're just predictably after the on time, there's like a, there's there's a formula, there's a math formula to when to schedule events at a Filipino party. Okay, it's true, <laughs> it's true, and so <laughs> I had shit, <laughs> and so and this this it's been wearing off for a little while. It started last year for football with Jamie, where we were. It was the first Sunday football. Okay, and I wait all year for football. Yeah. I'm very I love. Football, and, and part of that is just my my love for football. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because I'm invested in I'm three hundred and fifty dollars deep in dudes. fantasy football leagues, and I'm a Niners fan. It's all these things, and so like I want to be at our buddy's house for Sunday at ten by, before ten a.m. for kickoff on the first Sunday football game of the year. There is breakfast food, there is coffee. It is a full mm-hmm. you know six hour event. And she's like, well, what does it matter for ten minutes late? I'm like. Well, why are, why does it matter if we're not ten minutes early? Like it's it's 
it's project it's it's pushing the blame off from the person who's late. But it doesn't matter. Does what you just did. But you got to realize is it doesn't matter to anybody else. I understand that you. But all right, so I approach every argument with Jamie, which Mm. is very rare, by the way. Is who cares more about this? So if there's like if it's if it's if it's a discussion that her and I are having, I'm like, and I tell her, I'm like, clearly this means a lot more to you than does for me. Okay, so I will whatever you say goes here because it's clearly I can it's very obvious, right? It's one yeah. of those things. It means more to you than it does for me. So what you say goes. So when it comes to this particular thing, the Sunday football, all right, it's one first Sunday football a year. It clearly means a lot more to me to be there on time than it does for her to be ten minutes late to just wake up ten minutes later in the day. By the way, this is a one-time thing. This happened. Okay. I'm not putting anything on Jamie. She's, guys she's the fight? light of my life. She's Did you guys get a fight? Oh, yeah. We had a fight on the way so over to the game. Would it be worth like ruining your whole day because you wanted to be 10 minutes no, early? but see, you see what you're doing? But I'm just saying. But yes, is it worth yes, it, it is, to you because this is to this, ruin your whole yes. day? No, no. I it didn't first off, didn't ruin the whole day, but I do hundred percent believe <laughs> that it was worth basically ruining most of that day. <laughs> So you think you got a point across? Yes, because it's a valid point. Because I am willing to, con- I am willing to. Con- um, You're gonna die on. You don't want to die on that. No, I'm gonna die on that cross. Because again, it's a matter of who's it more important to. So if it's a, if again, if it's any other thing, I really do think it's, who does it who does it matter yeah. more to? But so you do express where, where that. Absolutely, it's, it's literally exactly what I okay. said. So it means clearly a lot to me to be there for this moment. And so for the other person, what are they gaining? What's the gain the other person has by being late? Okay? They get to sleep nine minutes longer. Okay? Wander around the house ten minutes longer. A considerate person, typically, they're like, all right, this means a lot to this person. All right? This means a lot to this group. They're all showing. Just don't you say a thing. Let me finish finish my point. A lot of people are showing up to this thing. And there's an arrival time. Okay. All right? There's ten people. There's one of me. Yeah, I got to... Fuck it, I'm just not gonna. I'll wake up whenever. I'll just. I can't find my shoes. I got. Eh, I'm gonna grab a sandwich. You know, I really want a sandwich. You know, and then you show up late, and everybody's staying there because they've been waiting for you. Have they been able to chit chat and have a good time? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have. But every person is dictating their schedule around you, and not because you did anything valuable with your time. It's because purely. You thought you were more important than all these people who are clearly, yes, they're capable of adjusting your lateness and, and enjoying their each other's company. Mm-hmm. But they're still all dictating their time around waiting for your ass. Again, you're not solving any math problems here. You're not yeah. solving cancer. You're just being fucking lazy because you don't feel like being there on time. No. Yes. What no. were you doing with your time? <laughs> no. Because what I'm saying is is <laughs> what you're doing is this like, you know, this expectation. Now, if you go the day before and go, you know what? It's really important for me to get there 10 minutes early tomorrow. I just want you to know that. And preface the whole thing like that. And then the day comes, you wake up and be like, just so you know, remember, I want to get there 10 minutes early. I want to leave at this time. And then she doesn't do it. I would see why you would be upset. Oh, I agree with you. No, I agree with you. If you, if you but this is a you have to. You have these like rigid views on these things. And one thing you realize, when, especially when you're going to get married, 
is you can't be so rigid. I'm a very not rigid person typically. You are with certain shit. I know with certain shit I am. <laughs> and with being on You're time. You're very rigid with certain, certain uh, shit. Specifically with being on time to things. Because I, I truly true. think that is something that is not a selfless action to be late to something. You think like, because you're projecting, right? You're like, you're like, oh, what do you guys care? Just go about your day. It's like, yeah. Well, you realize people can't help it. Well, I'll realize you're, you're the, next everybody, thing, the next thing. The next thing I gotta go consider, to. Don't ever think of me, <laughs> any of you people. I'm never gonna be late to one of your fucking things again. <laughs> again, it depends where it is. It's like a house event. It's there's like a big group party. Yell at us, guys. But like, <laughs> I will say, like, I have two. The two pet peeves I have in my entire life yeah. are people being late and people bailing on things. Those are the two things, and they're both connected to the same type of shit, which is I. Playing a lot of my things, and yeah. I and I and I dictate my you know my but schedule you see, around other but people. But you see what you did. You know what's a perfect example? You know what? Lance ain't gonna even listen to this shit, motherfucking Lance. Oh, you well, scared him away. Get the fuck out of here! Why did I scare him away? away? What did I do? Because you get so upset when he bails. Now he doesn't even fucking respond. I do not get upset when he bails. <laughs> I just pr- play dumb and say, oh. We're outside your house still, as we're at Troy's. Yeah, that's different. That is not what scared him away. You scared him away with your weed. With my weed. Oh, that's the fucking conclusion. We <laughs> that's what scared him away. Weed does not fucking kill people. You know what kills people? Angry-ass motherfuckers that are so resentful at motherfuckers because they're late. No, dude. I'm. T- you know what? You are the fucking... I, I thought... This you is know, why... T- do you own a gun? No. Thank God, America. I wish I had my sword with me. I'd <laughs> yeah. hit you in the fucking shoulder. There's a sword right there. It's a samurai sword, not the kind of sword you like. That would though. do the work. It's not my jam. It works. I'd break it with my arm, dude. No. Steel. Yeah. I, you <laughs> might, honestly. I, I broke some swords in the past. I'll fucking karate chop that thing in half. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it got that for 50 bucks in the 90s. So I don't know if that's a good price. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think that so? Do you, what, what's the calculator called uh, when they when they Texas reference instruments? No, goddamn! <laughs> I just don't even want to talk to you anymore. I know we're in this room. It's like I just can't stand you. I love you so much. No, what's the uh, uh, is it inflation? Whenever they reference something like that, whatever costs in the past in relation to the future, is that are they saying that's the that's just the yeah, difference the, in inflation? Is that what it's called? When sure, well, okay. I know what you're talking about. All right, so. I know that's a, I do that all the time. Like, uh, oh, so, you know, someone made oh hundred thousand dollars back in the in the thirties. That ain't a lot of money. And then you look at the you know how it relates to nowadays, and then yeah. they, it was like making ten million dollars. Okay, so let me look this up real quick. Holy, holy moly, guacamole! I sing a lot of songs <laughs> to my dog. There's a, one song in particular. It's uh, a song from the Dubliners. I feel like I feel like we. You're, I feel like you're vulnerable right now. I feel like I opened you up a little bit. Do you Why? Because I got emotional? Yeah, you did get a little emotional. And I feel like now you're a little raw. And um, What do you want to ask me? I, mean, I want to know how that makes you feel. And I think, why does that make you feel? Uncomfortable when I brought that, you know, brought some of these things to your attention. And how it makes other people. Feel. I don't know. You're, that's such a general question. That's something specific. <laughs> well, we were specifically just talking about, like, say, Singing songs if dogs. I said, say, 
with Lance, with one of our friends, yeah, that you being, you know, so upset with him for not showing up and bailing on I'm things. not upset. I'm not upset anymore. I'm just saying. It's because, because it's, no, but I'm asking that's you. That's worth, by the way, moment, your samurai sword, uh, $50 in 1990 is worth $104.44 today. Well, that's still not that's, a lot of money, to be completely honest. I can sell that thing at 104 bucks. No, you can't. <laughs> that's just what $50 today is. Yeah. But no, I want to know how that made you feel. When I said that, and I think maybe there's a part of that particular thing that made you feel a little uncomfortable. And what are you talking about? With the late our thing? friend. With our friend. And I kind of took what you were oh, saying no, and I turned no. it back on you. No, again, to everything. To show you the negative no. effects of it. So everything's expectations, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, you know, the whole thing with Jamie, who, by the way, I'm just learning based on our conversation, is more considerate than you are. That's what I'm learning about you because I had this conversation with her and I was like, look, we can't be these people. We're not going to be these people where we're late to every event and mm-hmm. everybody has to wait on us to order food and do all this stuff. So we need to squash this now. And we've been on time ever since. Barely, but we're on time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> By a second. And it never gets good enough. No. Like, no, we got 10, <laughs> 10 minutes early. No, it's 15. Dude. And then 30 years from yeah, now, 10, there's be like who's in the car right there like, that's Ryan and Jamie they've been sitting there for four hours <laughs> <laughs> but like that you know again no. be like, I'm more considerate than you but again no <laughs> again expectations so this is a thing I I have struggled with so hard in my life yeah and it didn't take me it, it took me till probably four years ago three four years ago to to really get a grip on which was to learning how to compartmentalize things in my life into uh, uh, what's the word I said right before that? Jesus Christ! Compartmentalizing into things like that. Bourbon's hitting you, Bubba. I don't know. No, I was just saying. Uh, it's uh, oh expectations, just yeah. in terms of expectations yes. and compartmentalizing. So, like when I was say fifteen, sixteen. So these pet peeves I still had. And I had certain friends in my life who were like incredible friends, right? Who would always, million times out of a million, they would be there if you needed them to be there. Mm -hmm. They would, you know, you could expect them to to act in in particular ways as certain friends. Yes, and you and you could you um, you could plan for it. You could expect it, Mm -hmm. and so it was really hard for me because when I, the way I am with most of my friends, it's changed now because I've learned. You need to adjust a little bit and then yeah. just time and stuff in your life is that I would have friends who I'd bring into my life. I'm like, you're my boy now. Yeah. You're my boy. We are, we are, I, you know, I'm going to do anything for you, vice versa, I would assume. And then you start learning like, oh, they're, why aren't they here when they say they're going to be here? Or why don't, uh, you know, yeah. and you why take, are they, why did I tell them a secret and they fucking told four people? Like, what the yeah. hell yeah, 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 is yeah. this? And then, you know, oh, it, it was a really harsh reality from probably sophomore year of high school for f- five or six years, yeah. where I would be a son of a bitch to my friends who would not do things that I wanted them to do. Yeah. And I say that sounds really horrible, and it probably is, but it's more like I'm like, just hang out with us type of thing. But it's still, like, it let's is, get together. Yeah, but it, it's it's a little controlling behavior. It was. Yeah. It was. No, I, I recognize that now. And it was just me wanting them to do what I wanted them to do. But a lot of it was like just to hang out with us as yeah. a group, right? It's for the better good. Let's just 
all oh, get together yeah. or let's just do a thing. And it was like every time I'd try and hang out with my friends, it was pulling teeth. Not with all of them, obviously. That's interesting. I mean, it, you're to me a very interesting person. <laughs> and I do think you do have some like kind of like rigid kind of values and things that you are an expectation, you know, of, mm. of other people. And I, I mean, it, it is certainly different. Well, I've, I've learned that expectations. Like when we were driving down the street and somebody threw something out of the window and you really wanted to fucking say something to it. And I was telling you, I'm like, you shouldn't be saying shit to people because, you know, they might shoot you. No, it's Which true. Which seems to happen all the fucking time. It's true. Well, <laughs> I, I, this is what, honestly, you know, they talk about there's, I think they, so they did a study a couple years ago on different generations. And yeah. The thing that that generation wishes that they could have told the previous generation, the thing that they're most thankful for. Sure. Um, and the number one thing, if I'm not mistaken, it was from like 40, like all the way till death, was okay. uh, that they would want to impress upon their younger self and that they uh, see now is to not care as much about what other people think, um, which I can extrapolate that into like expectations of other people. So it's not just about yep. not caring what other people think. It's not you know, you're not putting that stress you're not inserting that stress in your life yeah so that's exactly goes back to the point i originally had <laughs> where i, I say but for my mental is... health the sooner i can get to that point of the the 90 year old motherfucker if i can be like if i can have that mindset but in my 40s yeah but there is a balance to it you know it's like so in, in, with me with in terms of expectations is i have i have friends and i can Picture them in my mind. Yeah, I see. Like, no, I see what you're saying. There's definitely yeah, a because who I have very high expectations of, because like I'm like I because of the relationship we have, time we've put in together. I'm like, if I need them to do something yeah. or be somewhere for me, and I don't like to ask people for shit. It's not one of those kind of things. But like, they will 100 percent be there. And the expectations often are built off of their own actions, right? Yeah. I'm not just like I'm not like, hey, John, let me just give you a list of the shit I expect you to do for me as a friend the rest of my life. It's like. It's one of those things that, as I've gotten older, oh, I've and developed. You definitely, you'd get more mad at one of your like ride or die friends yeah. if they didn't sh- do yes. the thing. Yes. Then say somebody else. Yes, exactly. You because you, hey, you do that every fucking time. Yes. You know, and why not this time? Yes. And but you know damn well that those people were would because they obviously feel somewhat similar to you. Yeah. And they would give you an excuse. No, would say, "Hey, sorry, this happened." Yeah. You know? Well, and that, and and honestly, again, it's been in talking about your your own mental health and your own lack of stress. Mm-hmm. It's been for me having adjusting expectations and, and compartmentalizing my friends and family. By yeah. the way, who I have family members, I have one particular uncle who I love the shit out of. He is the closest person in my family. My expectations to him are purely he's fun when I'm with him. When I'm with him, he is a blast. Beyond that, zero. I don't expect that, him to that, show up and, to a single thing. And that's the thing. You you have people. You have you have different faces you put on as you interact with, you know, different family members and things like that. You have different expectations for for people. And the thing is, the more you get to know more and more fucking people in your life, you've just become more accustomed to just things being different. Of and course. Now, and, and it doesn't. And it almost like relieves yourself of trying to control this thing. 
You well, know, I think it's just not being rigid. You're right. It's not, no, it's just not being rigid in expecting and just knowing that people are different. But at the end of the day, you still have that expectation your rider dies, you know? Well, to be completely honest, <clears throat> my initial expectation of a person is always going to be the same. And it changes. It adjusts to that person's actions. So if I if I meet a new person, I'm like, yeah. this person's awesome. They're going to be my friend. I'm going to yeah. make them my friend. Yeah. And then I start inviting them to shit, and they're like, fuck, they're always late. Yep. Oh, they only show up once in a while. I'm like, oh, time to start adjusting the expectations here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to compartmentalize them as the, you know what, maybe they'll come, and when they do, they're fun. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it kind of makes me sad because there's people who are like, I value so much as people, but I'm like, we're never going to be able to be that close. Yeah. Because you do not, and this, you know, fuck it, they got shit in their lives, right? So yeah. this is, I don't know if this is a selfish perception perspective but it's just it just it is what it is i think it's important to as i've gotten older i've seen this like i've had this with friends is i have friends that i only fucking talk to you know every three months on the phone yeah you know but i've maintained these friendships and they still are meaningful to me um and i i have and i think almost like one of the best qualities i want in a friend is zero expectations of one another, unless you go, it's almost if, impossible. But if you though, say to I'm ask. gonna, if you say you're gonna do something and don't do it, that's another thing. Yeah, I'm talking about like preconceived notions of things. You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, 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 for sure. So no, it's a good point because I like one of my, you know, our, our good friends. You know, he's my boy. Mm-hmm. It's like his initial response to any possible engagement of friendly activities is no. And for the first 17 years of our relationship, at least 20 response. years, was me <laughs> having to twist and fight and bite and get him and like do anything I possibly could to get him to hang yeah. out. But then like later on, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And I feel like you also, I think you feel like you have to have this like tier of friends. I don't want to. I want everyone but to be at the need, peak with me. But you Stand don't on need, top of the mountain. We're all not going to move in together. You know, that's not going to happen, right? And I, as much as I know that's what you, you want us all to live in a little village. A I do, village, and it's unrealistic. Somewhere where and everybody has a job, growing, and you fucking Kyle. tell us what to do. I'm growing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm growing, Kyle. I'm growing. I am getting, I have, uh, dude, if you had met me the year you met me, which is exactly how I was. <laughs> if I really got to know you that year. Yeah, you just happen to, you just happen to, Honestly, you caught me in the growth stage, baby. Because I'm telling you, man, if you had met me two years earlier, I would have fucking been on your ass. Because I'd be like, we're friends now. You have to show up, motherfucker. You got to, why aren't you here? That's what I was like. And I would would guilt the shit. You know what, though? The last time we had coffee together, I think I was there first. Just saying. See what you've done to me? See what you've done? Now I'm showing up. That's a good quality to have. It's a good quality. No, man, I went, I'm a cool guy. Show up late to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> you know, talk about, yeah, Wait, no, man, let's, be be let's be completely honest. Uh-huh. Let, let's do something that the 11 would not appreciate, which is let's take one person from the 11, or that's, uh, Troy's in the 11. Yeah. Lance is certainly not. There's no. no way he listens to this. No. Of us four, if you had to rank the coolest to the least coolest, honestly, what would Friends? you do? Of us four, who's like, the coolest? Like the coolest. Whatever cool. So what? What constitutes? What's? I don't know. That's your own personal. What constitutes cool? It's, no, it's I want to have a baseline cool. Like, 
I'd say that uh, most people like not a, a real person want like, to hang out with. Uh, no, 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 no. People I'm, look up to. I want a I'm person. I'm giving you a goddamn thing. What are you pushing me back a, on? Give me a person, like a, an actor, no, or just a character. I don't have in a, a person. I'm giving you a. I'm get, making it easier. I'm giving you a bunch of John shit. Wayne or something like that. Oh, I regret asking this question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to make a fucking cool friend list, but okay, who's the coolest? Troy. Troy's the coolest. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. This is Troy. I thought, man, I got real scared on him. Like, I got to make a list. No, I'm like, I I don't want to do this to my friend. (laughs) It ain't that many people. It's four people. I see. see, I got really Jesus. I I got really uncomfortable. I get a lot of anxiety. I'm like, no. (laughs) So I wanted to say. Anyways, yeah, that's why I'm going to therapy, man. You know, I need to see a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, honestly, and this is probably why I need to see a therapist. I don't think I need to see a therapist. If you, I mean, I don't think that's don't need to see a therapist. Is that the clearest sign that you need to see a therapist? And this is me not thinking I don't have any issues. Do other people think it? I'm just hyper aware. I have never been told I should see a therapist. I Jamie does say you should get some help. No, she did that. That's a pretty clear get see a therapist thing without saying it. Uh, no, she no. It's more of like you know, just cry, just just open up your feelings and heart in love. And I'm like, I do, Jamie. When you're not looking in the darkness, of my, I will. Yeah, the right commercial or the right movie. And I'm not trying to like, I'm like, it's one of those things where if we're watching a show or a movie and it's a cry moment, I'll be like, and I'll But let, when you do cry, do you feel like you like, like relieve yourself? Um, you know, like you, do you feel like you're really getting some of it? You feel like a little lighter after that cry of watching Armageddon for the 15th I, 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 time? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Be honest, I don't feel like I have a big weight on my shoulders other than like the only time I feel like I have a weight on my shoulders is like when it's like family drama, which doesn't last that long, yeah. or like I'm just stressing about like, geez, I got a very busy next week and a half. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for it to be over. But I feel like typically I don't I don't carry a lot of shit with me for the most part. I think I'm sure if I saw a therapist, she'd be like she'd make me cry in like 30 seconds because I feel like that's their only job is to make you cry. I can see how uncomfortable even just asking small questions about you. You got very uncomfortable. Do I? I feel I like almost, I'm pretty, I'm I, not, I'm not, I, I feel I like I'm pretty open like, with you. shouldn't be talking about this right now, Bubba. No, no. I feel like overall I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty open about, I'm you, very, I, feel, I try to be very open, introspective. I think, I think you're very open about specific things. I think things well, that this normal- is also a podcast, so I don't know where you're gonna go with this. Normally, other things. <laughs> I'm not. This is the third one, so I don't know where you're going. I'm. <laughs> oh, you know where I'm going. Well, I'm going everywhere. <laughs> I'm going back to when the little kids were touching you back when you're in third grade. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> um, no, but like, uh, I, I, I have no doubt it would probably provide some sort of value. But like, I've also. I have I have, I have certain people in my life. You are one of them, by the way. Mm-hmm. You are one of them. Uh, Jamie is one of them, and I think that's it in terms of the people in my life who like I get very. I just I just tell about my life. 
which is pretty much what you do in therapy, right? If I'm not mistaken, you, yeah, you, you just do a lot of explain your feelings and how life is and what yes. it's doing to you, mm-hmm. and then you know whether you could be, and then and then you or Jamie or the sure. you, the person on the side will ask you questions to make you dig deeper into like yeah. your own internal things. So like, not that you guys are therapists, but like you know, I I open myself up myself up to you guys, and you know. I'm pretty open about my I think stuff. me and you tend to have those type of conversations anyways. Yeah. And, you know, I've been going to therapy. And, yeah. you know, there's a, probably a little bit I'm kind of, like, thrusting upon you sometimes, you know, in our conversations. Of course. But, like, I think that allows me to open up, too. I think I think it's healthy to have a person in your life who you're I both willing people, to, like... Yeah. And you don't... The worst... You know, the worst is when you... If, if there's someone in your life or, or if you're doing this to someone in your life who they are nothing to you other than, or vice versa, a person to pour your feelings into to make yourself feel better. Yeah. And then, ha, ah, thank you for being my receptacle of shits. I will now go about my day. Enjoy yourself, sir. <laughs> you know, I have been that person to others. Is yeah. I don't know if I've necessarily done that to others in my life, but I've certainly been that person for others. And it is fucking not pleasant. No. To be the receptacle for other people's emotional shit. Yep. And this could be a family member <laughs> like, or a random customer yep. at a house. You're getting it. Yeah. You, uh, how was your day? Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and then an hour later, you're like, oh, my God. Well, like we talked about, my mom. Be, somebody asking that, how are you, should just be, like, no more than three words. That's not a real question. What's it called? It's a rhetorical question. Yeah, it's rhetorical. Fine. That's why people fine. go, how are Always you? Fine. And they go, how are you? And nobody answers the yes. question. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Good. Yeah. Good. And and you know it's well, funny. Well, no. No, don't do that you to me. You answer the fucking question. And you know what? It's like <laughs> and, and, and we recognize it, you know, you know, we work we you work currently, I did work and yet I still sort of kind of work in it's a service industry, right? You're dealing with yeah. people. And so it's inevitable to run into circumstances where you talk to people who maybe they haven't experienced much human contact over the past six months. And so yep. when you ask them that question, they are going to tell you. Oh, my fucking God. How they feel. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They, yeah, they really do. I've had I've had women just tell, I mean, they tell me all types of stuff. They tell me about their lovers and how inadequate their lovers are. What do they you tell say me about to that? all their family members and like I know that, you know, their sister's Samantha and she's got a drug problem and their <laughs> daughter's in jail right now. Why do I know all this fucking shit about your family? And not only that, but like what are they looking for from you, truly, other than again, a to receptacle bend. of emotional a, of, shit yeah. to dump That's into. Because like do they they really I mean let's I, be honest. I have all this excess stuff and now you need to carry this around. Yeah. Good day. Bye-bye. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. That's why you just, they're emotional fucking vampires, man. Yeah, and, and like, <laughs> I, I, I really, I feel like I've done a pretty, it's not that I've done a good job. I've been lucky. People, I've been lucky People in my life. have like a word lasso thing that they can do to you, you know, and you know this, and oh, they just it. won't let you Yeah, where you're like, go. why have I been in your house for two yeah, hours? And, and you I just have... can't get away. Yeah. Well, because like, dude, I've had people, when I used to work at said company you work at, where- uh, not not in my current deal, but where they'd be like, where it was kind of like a almost suicide watch, where they're they're not gonna kill themselves in my presence, but they're they're referencing their yeah. level of depression to a degree where they're talking about like, yep. I've thought about killing myself, and I'm like, what the fuck? I can't leave. 
now. No. What aid can I really yeah. give? What do I do? Like, Next time you have a job there, him? you'd be like, yeah, the last tenant killed themselves right here. Can I'd you imagine? Like, no. Yeah. What's the alternative? <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, I've really thought about killing myself. You're like, fuck off. I got to go. <laughs> like, is that the alternative? That's what, yeah. If we no. live in New York, that's what we say. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'd be like, hey, fuck off. It's like, oh, 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 oh. You know, it's yeah. just. Yeah, a lot of. That's I'm, that's really sad. I'm sorry. That's, that's hard. I'm so sorry. I knew a person, dude. I, you know what I do a lot to people I don't know. Mm. Why? I I've learned that it's not a good quality. I told Jamie this. She's not. Yeah. She's not oblivious you get to, to this. Test your line skills. No, she's not oblivious <laughs> to this. I have. It's it's not. I'm not gonna say it's a good quality. It's a it's a refined skill of automatic lying. That I do to people I don't know, that is fucking seamless. It comes out of me in in a, it. We're basically it, it comes, and it's and I use it as a tool. Yeah. Okay, as a person who I have zero interest in ever seeing again, or zero expectation of ever meeting this person again. I am having an interaction yeah. with this person who I am going to lie. I'm going to create people in my life to hold up as examples in my story purely. To relate enough to yeah. them to make them like me, so I can leave and never see them again. Like, I I I, I realize I do this very regularly, and it's too yeah. e- it's too easy for me, and it's not a good quality to have. But I use it again as a tool to, you know, someone who's trying to chit chat with me too much, and I'm trying to get a tip out of them or whatever it is. Sure, where. That's- that's called the service industry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean for real, dude. I mean that's that's what it all is. We're just in there fucking sucking dicks and just it fucking, really is. Yeah. And and hopefully at the end of all the dick sucking, you get a little treat. Yeah, but at the same time, do you not also? And there's also I I do. There is this in, intrinsic need that I have to feel liked. I guess a little bit. No, I'm sure that has something to do. You with know. It. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, I'm I want I'm curious because like I I like to think that I have a little more uh, emotional intelligence because like when I when I'm one of my the things that drives me the most crazy is if I'm at a restaurant or any sort of service industry or if you call into a helpline yeah. and the people are like are they they're so nice or kind that they're creepy fake you know we've talked about this before oh yes yeah. where. I'm like, I'm like, immediately am not interested, and and I'm, I'm my guards up right yeah. away, and I'm like, am I doing that to people by trying to relate to them? Because that's what I'm doing, really, Probably when I'm doing bit. that. You, you, we think, I mean, we obviously think we're the slickest motherfuckers on the planet, <laughs> but I'm sure that we're coming across that way at least to some people at some time. Yeah, where they're like. That's a good point. There, there's, there's probably like a. 60- I feel like I'm pretty good. I'm sure you feel like you're pretty good too. I navigating do. that, and making it seem natural. But I'm sure the waiter is, and they're like, and that's the other thing. <sighs> Anyways, yeah, I know. I completely agree, and I, and I'm sure I, I'm that the person I'm bitching about. I'm probably to some degree that person for mm-hmm. other people. They're like, this motherfucker came in my house. He thinks I'm gonna get his jokes. You know that <laughs> I know we don't have a sister, dude. I think know? I did that the other day. I had a lady and. She was just talking about, um, there was this book she was reading, and she was talking about the similarities in this book that I've never heard of. Oh, God, did you say you read today. the book? So I immediately, I'm like, yeah, the similarities between Joseph Stalin and fucking Donald Trump are fucking really close. <laughs> and all this, and I just start going down this fucking rabbit hole. And she's, she's a younger woman, so I thought, 
you know, immediately I just thought she was on my side with yeah. her, if you will. Oh no! And, Did you read this she, room? But really I know wrong? I could tell uh, as I was going, and she was just looking at me, and I could just while I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, and have a nice day, and I walk out the <laughs> fucking door. <laughs> that you know, it's funny. It's humbling, right? You're like, I read that so wrong. Yeah, that I, is dude, not the way that she read that. Whole. My most mortifying moment, just for me, it was. So I go into this guy's house. It's a black guy. Big black guy. Yeah. And we started talking about cops or something like that. So I'm just sitting here going down this, just assuming he's going to share my opinion. Yeah, you're stereotyping is is what you're doing. Of course. (laughs) And I'm just sitting here just running my fucking mouth. And he goes, hey, Kyle, I'm a a chief of police. (laughs) No. Oh, God. I'm so uncomfortable listening to this story. And I just went, And I tell you what, that guy did call me back, and I went right back to his house and fixed this fucking problem, man. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, we, we didn't talk much this But you time. know what? There's an example of, like, expectations, right? You had an expectation, and you you went you went balls to the wall, baby. But you know what is – you know, that's one – well, two failed experiences yeah. out of a thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe let's just say let's – just, let's just say a couple hundred, right? Yeah. Where you're like – more often than not, you this read the temperature of the room correctly, <laughs> yeah. and it works out for you in a positive manner. Every once in a while, you get it really wrong, and it's yeah. super embarrassing. Very uncomfortable. But more often than not, you're right. You know? So, it's my dad. It's your dad. Hey, dad. It's 938. Doesn't he know that I'm in the middle of a very important business meeting Maybe with my partner, Kyle? <laughs> Fucking you and all your business meetings, man. I'm in a meeting. Like, what fucking meeting? Dude, (laughs) let me tell you. Let me tell you. Like, I I found myself, like, with when I get calls for, like, the window and solar cleaning stuff, Mm -hmm. people call me. I'm always in a business meeting. Oh, this podcast is brought to you by Clear as Day Solar and Window Cleaning. (laughs) We charge way too much. Nah, man. They charge good-ass prices and shit. They come out to your house. They clean that shit. Anyways, go ahead. It's good. Um, Yeah, but I tell people all the time that I'm in a business meeting. And I'm like, what possible? I know that if I was the person on the receiving end of that text message, my I know, based on where my mind goes, I'm like, what possible business meeting could you possibly have? Yeah. You're the only person there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got multiple people on your business cards. They're, they are, but they do not. One of them is completely disconnected well, from the business. We, like we said with strangers, as far as the strangers are concerned, we've got an office. It's true. And we've got eight people, but only yes, one guy cleans yes. the fucking Dude, windows. no, no, there really is a... There is a dude, I'm telling you, like when I, when I give people pricing, everything's we. Us, plural, yeah. right? So, like, they're not calling me for my pricing. They're calling us for our pricing. Yes. Why? Because we're a big business. There is a buffer when you do that. Yes. Yes. It is not so much as a uh, me and him slash her, mm-hmm. you know, conversation. Yep. They're messaging the business as a whole, which is a plurality. It's it's me plus the staff. Mm-hmm. You know, little do they know, I am. Ninety-eight point two percent of the time, the only person who will ever come to your yeah. home, you know. Yet in my Facebook and all these things, there was multiple people. There's all this stuff, and uh, but it's just there was when I had made it. Truly, yeah. there there was the potential for others, but it is really just me. And but people feel more comfortable. 
that's the only thing I've learned. Like when I message people, pricing, all these things, there's a way to phrase things where even if I th- am, I know I'm more expensive than other people. Yeah, there is a way to say things and a way to, to phrase get the, myself to get the money. Yes, and with like a ninety-five percent success if, rate. If you could just come up with this perfect formula, no, it's very. But it only works money. in like specific situations, like Apple. I mean, mm-hmm. they ain't gonna call me for my advice, but I'm like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but people that want their fucking windows clean. No, but I'm like, in, in terms of service mm. industry type things, I feel like I have discovered a formula that works incredibly well. Whereas it, I, I am surprised typically if I don't get a job. I think, I think, I mean, I think I got a little thing going on. I'm pretty good with people. Yeah. Um, there's certain things that I'm not good at though. With certain sales, like you know, I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, just sell them shit and screw them over. Of course. You know, I'm not trying to sell lemons, you know. No, no it's car lot. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I can't sleep at night by doing that shit, so <clears throat> Well, you haven't worked in the car industry. Yeah, that's right, you have. I did. And I and I and the stereotypes are true. If you go buy a new car, you're probably okay. I so I so Connor called me. This probably, I think this is like the last like big thing I'm going to talk about right now. Okay, I got a right, so the Connor called me. Big thing. Yeah, this and, just in one uh, big thing. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 he's looking. It's my little brother, and he's looking to buy a used car. Okay, but he's like, what do I do? And you know, do I get do I go to the dealership and get a loan from them? What do I do? What, you know, wh- where do you go with this? Right, you just go. You just want to buy a car. They're going to set it up for you. Yeah, I learned. Uh, as working the dealership is how one how they make their money. Okay, when you go to buy a used car, you have no idea how much that car is worth to the dealership. Yeah. It is worth whatever the trade in value was. If someone comes in and they are not educated and they didn't do their research and they give their car away for four thousand dollars when it's worth ten thousand dollars, that dealership is going to put that car up for fifteen thousand dollars. And that's a whole lot of wiggle room. So used cars are are difficult, very difficult in terms of figuring out, you know, what the dealership actually owns a car for. Yeah. New cars, you can find it online. It's on the internet. Yeah. That's the invoice. It is what it is. Yeah. You know. So like you see, like that that car, that new truck is is forty eight thousand dollars. And what what can I get it for? No, you can look it up online. Look at the invoice. That's yeah. what you can get it for. It's your best case scenario. The only time you can get it. For Get it for less is when the uh, dealership is offering uh, rebates, and where do those rebates come from? The manufacturers of the car. So yeah. if you go, so Ford, Chevy, all these companies, they buy their cars from you know the plants, right? Who are making the trucks? Yeah. Or they're they're not even buying them from the plants; they're they're actually technically leasing them from the plants. So they don't own these cars. Every, every day. Every month that those cars sit on that car lot, it costs the dealership more money. They are incentivized to get them off the cl- the lot early. Yeah. So uh, there's certain times every year where the place that the dealership is leasing the car from, which is the Chevy, you know, who's making the cars, the yeah. Ford, uh, offers to the dealership a five thousand dollar rebate, a seven thousand dollar rebate. Gotcha. And when you see that shit online. Now, most of the time when you see sales, a lot of time they're bullshit, right? Kohl's, 
Yeah, these are a pair of jeans. They're nineteen ninety five. They were ninety nine ninety five. <laughs> Never yeah. has anyone ever yeah. paid ninety nine ninety five for those jeans. That is a bullshit sale. Yeah. Car dealership. When you see five thousand dollars off, that is a deal not from the dealership. That is not something the, the dealership is capable. That is from who the dealership got the car from to sell to you. That is a legitimately once twice a year situation. And if you do want a new car. It's, it's, it's Jump it's, on those rebates. It's real if, if that's something you actually want. I, I still recommend just getting a used car. Or you go to a dealership Apple. and you buy last year's model. Why? Because when a car sits on a lot, let's just say it's 20, they're selling the 2021s, but somehow they still have a 2020, yeah. you know, with 3,000 miles because it's been a test drive car for, you know, a year. That car is costing the dealership a significant amount of money to keep it on the lot. They will lose money selling you that car to get it off their lot. You always go at the end of the day. You're going to buy a car. You always go at the end of the day because what they want to do, the sales managers, they just want it. Yeah, it's desperation. They want to sell cars. They Mm -hmm. want to fill up their day's sales sheet. So you go at the end of the day. You go at the end of the month, and you go and these rebates are out. That is when you make you you kill it on the car. Well, shit, man. I hope one more thing for you. That. One more thing for you. No one cares about this, but I'm just bringing this up because I was thinking about Connor. Uh, you do not go to a dealership and want them to finance you. You don't do it because the dealership makes a significant portion of the money they get from you, not in selling the car. You'd be shocked at how often from when you bank? buy a car. Just, just wait. So you go to a dealership to buy a car, right? You're like, you know what? I think I got a pretty good price in that car. You'd be shocked at how often you go into the new car. man Again, used cars, just ignore that. All right? It's a completely different animal. You yeah. go buy a new car. There is a, a sheet of paper in that office, in the manager's office, every single day throughout the day that shows how much money every single car sold profit-wise was made. You're going to see $400, $2,000, Negative two hundred dollars, negative one hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Like Jesus Christ, how are they making any money? Go to the financing. That is where they rape you. That is where they tell you about the warranties and the interest rates. That is where the dealership makes their money on you. It's oh, not really? selling you the car. It's in the warranties. It's in the interest rates. If you, as a person, mm-hmm. can qualify for one point five percent interest rate, right? That's what you can qualify for, for a car loan. But they somehow get your sucker ass to get their car at a 5% interest rate. That dealership makes the 4%. They make that money, okay? Because you qualify for the one. They keep the four. So Fuck these warranties, man. Do, All I ever get calls about is these fucking, oh, we just wanted to give you a call about your extended warranty. I'm, dude, Fuck I'm telling me. you. I told Connor, I'm like, you do not. You go into your bank yeah. or your credit union, ideally a credit union because they're nonprofit. You go to your credit union. You get a pre-approved loan from them, and then you go to buy your car. You do not go to a car dealership to buy a car. They will destroy you because no matter That's how right. strong you think you are, there's so many layers to that game. They are going to beat your ass. That's it, folks. Ryan's fucking telling you what's up. That's what's up. All right, so I got a couple things. It's the last things. It's the last things. Oh, my God. I got something to throw at Kyle. Yeah, if anybody gets this far, fucking God bless. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I know that last part was horrible, but I hope it was educational. <laughs> so I figured. Well, your your based- nuts have been showing this whole time. That's okay. 
No, these are tight, tight uh, shorts. I don't know. It was a little spread out. Uh, so I got a couple would you rather questions. We're going to end it. This is a way to learn more about Kyle and me. Because how could you possibly learn more about a person than when you're in a situation to where your character is being decided, to where your your humanity is put up against the land. So I'm going to ask you a question, Kyle. Go ahead. And if you want you know, me to answer it, if you want, you're what gonna, if I choose not to? Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, you're going to answer it, and then I'll answer it if you want me to answer it. I have not put any thought, personal thought, into these. Okay, okay. so I have, I don't have a predetermined answer. Okay. Uh, all right. So first one: Would you rather? Have a cup of broken glass shoved up your ass. Is it a glass or, cup? Is it a glass cup? Huh? It's a cup of broken glass. It well, it could be. It, this is a measurement. A measurement. Oh, a gotcha. one cup measurement of broken Eight glass of broken shoved glass. up your asshole. Okay. Or six hard grinds of the cheese grater against your penis. Six hard grinds. Not and you do not get to do it. Another man who probably doesn't like you, gets to take a cheese grater to your dick uh, six times. I'll do the fucking asshole thing. Whatever. I'm not grating my dick. Fuck that shit. I, that just made me cringe thinking about it because it <laughs> visualized it. And, and and go fuck yourself for that. <laughs> go ahead. Next question. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have sex with Joe Biden or George Bush? And I need to know why, Kyle. Joe Biden. I mean, I, I, I fuck George Bush. Why? Um, he's more lively, you know. <laughs> like, Isn't that crazy? He was the president like eighteen him. years, twenty years ago. Yeah, I hated his ass too. <laughs> um, but in a sex, just purely sexual way, I would have to say George Bush. He paints. Oh, you, you know? think he's more creative in he's the got bedroom? Some southern charm. Do you maybe? think that? Do you think a painter's creativity extends to the bedroom? May, uh, yeah, may, yes, yes, I think it can. And I think you can do the opposite, too. What's the opposite? I can make all in their head self-conscious, just very awkward. What? What are you talking about? Being an artist. You're saying that they maybe they'd be less sexual in the bedroom because they're more... S- yeah, less sexual, yeah. Well, that's or, so or the opposite. But I'm saying, in most cases, more sexual. What do you think Joe Biden is like in bed, to be honest? Um, I don't know. Was the last I think, time you had sex? You got, let me know. Let me ask you something that you have no possible uh, information on. Guess. Do you think it's more likely that the most recent experience for him has been sex or masturbation? Uh, sex. Really? For sure. I don't think he's fucking jerking it. Sex over. I guess who takes Viagra to jerk off, right? Yeah, he's eighty. Does that something. even work like His that? His sexual desire is probably. Not nothing. I'm sure he does have sex with his wife, and I bet that's the last time he busted a nut. And really? I, think, I bet. Yeah, I bet he took. I don't think that that. I feel like it's probably been a very long time since he's. I feel like he's definitely jerked off. See, this is something. You know what? That's you're. I don't understand Google. you at all. No, that is not something you can Google. If you can Google that, we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> you Google that from a VPN. I'm. Do not do that. Somebody on, knows this. Other than that, yeah, like the uh, chief Joe of Biden, staff, maybe Mrs. Biden. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't see chief that. Of staff be like, oh, here they go again. <laughs> I, I, just, I have a hard time imagining like that he can still get up for Mrs. Biden. Isn't she like a, like a, she's a doctor, but she's like a 
home medicine doctor? What's it called? The primary like, care doctor? Like a DO? A homeopathic she's just doctor? the one who, like, you know how many nutsacks she's probably touched before? Legitimately? Yeah. Lots. I have been, had my nuts touched by one female doctor. She's got to be unfazed. She used a popsicle The nuts stick. bother her. <laughs> Zero. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. I don't know if I'm satisfied with you. All right, would you? This is the. <laughs> you are controlling. It's like, even if I don't say the answer you like, you're like. No, but I'm being like, honest. Why? I'm being honest. I just think I don't know if I agree with it. Okay. You're like, why? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I don't know who I'd have sex with. Which of those two? Anyways, all right. Uh, who all would right. you have? No, real quick. Joe, Joe Biden. Did you pick Joe Biden? Um, or George W. Bush? George W. Bush. We you did make the fucking the G dubs. You said the dub, right? Yeah, I okay, think I would do. Uh, I think I would do Biden because I feel like he's a little meaner, in that he might have like a and he, I feel like there's like some darkness to him. Oh, there's definitely a darkness to Bush, but Bush is like I feel like he's a little dense. You know what though? You're right. I feel like Biden might be down for some nasty shit. Dude, Biden's a touch. Uh, you know what? I bet Biden fucks, dude. Yeah, dude. I don't, I see Bush as like a missionary 100%. 100% missionary. Yeah, Boring. Biden, Biden, I feel like, does shit that like Fuck yeah. he makes sure his Secret Service Especially is blocking the windows. Especially if we're going to like say in their heyday, Biden all day. By the well, because Biden was dabbling in like, you know, racial stuff. So he's probably... He's probably doing things that like multicultural orgies, baby. Yeah, I feel like he would do some questionable things. Yeah, and he had he was there during all of it, all yeah. the errors. Yeah, <laughs> you know the beatniks, the fucking the hippies, the fucking you know. The yeah, I just feel Bush is, was rich forever. <laughs> Biden just was not rich forever, but he just lived an entire life of being in politics, which is super creepy to me in a way. But I kind of, if I'm going to have sex with someone, I'd want them to be kind of creepy. Well, guys. No, we have one more question. We have one more question. Let's make it quick. Okay. All right. Would you rather do a, this is the last question. I'm sorry for everyone. This is not appropriate for anyone. Uh, Would you rather take a shot of, this is a shot glass. Shot glass. By the way. Okay. One ounce. One ounce. Is it an ounce? Well, it's more like an ounce and a half. All right. Ounce and a half of your mother's period blood. Jesus. Or your dad's. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what does it matter with you? What's Period blood or what? What was the other one? Your dad's semen? <laughs> I think I can make the period blood taste like something else. <laughs> and go fuck yourself. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.